Sade. Sade. Oh my god. Sade. You're ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we're laughing because the way, like, I was hoping he would like catch this as I was saying the stupid things I was saying, but <laughs> Jeff was like, "Nah, I'm all right, thanks." I was like, "You ready to record this here podcast?" And then he goes like, "I don't know, something about the, <laughs> the, the heavenly realms, realms of, of glory." glory. And like, <laughs> 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 I'm ready to record all of the magistrates. <laughs> all of the magistrates on high. Uh, every every last magistrate. Every last one. That has ever existed. I mean, there's a lot, so. There's at least like seven. No, nah, man, but like there's like seven though for sure. <laughs> so. uh, hey, you remember that one time on Saturday when I beat you and Day at basketball? Yeah. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. You were going ham on somebody. Yeah. Won six games. I mean, you got hot behind the line. So did you, and I was mad about it. Why? Because, dude, you're I'm not supposed to be good. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, there's something about that gym. I can shoot at the NAS. I cannot shoot in Clovis, and I cannot shoot in Friona. Like, I can't shoot to save my life in other – like, the NAS gym is, like, my most comfortable gym. <laughs> the worst gym available. The worst gym available <laughs> is, like, the best gym for me. Like, that's, like, okay, because you got to think about it. Like, me, AJ, and Dea yeah. play 24 tip for, like, like almost seven or eight months – well, probably longer than that. Right there at the NAS. Yeah, because, okay, so we met AJ, or, or I mean, we've always known of AJ. Um, um, shout out AJ. We've but always known of his glory and We've his always splendor. known of his glory and his splendor and his, right, cute, Pete. And his cute face and his rocking body for sure. Um, sorry, people, but he does have a cute <laughs> face and a rocking body. And uh, and so we've known of Hey, does AJ have, listen? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, so no. I mean, like, whenever, like, the Lord reveals to him, you, you know, the level of realms and glory. Which so anyway, are, which you, are not you that and often. Dea and AJ played for and seven so, months. Like, when we, uh, I heard that for sure. When we um, started, like, uh, we picked him up as our drummer win for, saw you at the pole, right? Yeah, like 2017? 16? No. Was it 2018? He's played three D nows with us, right? Mm. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Okay. So then it was then. So, yeah. Okay. So then it would have been seventeen. It would have been the okay September of seventeen. Um. So then after the first D now is when is when we started getting real close. Apart from that, because I used him for um, for fine arts whenever yeah, it was my first sure. year yep. here mm -hmm. at, at at VFWC. So, um. Like, we started getting real close. Well, those nights, like, we would drive back, and, like, it was always me, him, and Dea. We'd always drive back, and then, uh, like, we'd all go to our houses, change, and then um, go meet up at the NAS at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, for and sure. And just play all night. So I got used to that gym, and that was from, like, oh, gosh, we did that from uh, midway through the school year till, like, probably even after a little bit after Dea left to, um, to FCFC. Yeah. That last week that he was at FCFC. Uh, or that, you know, he had to be there for his internship. Right. That's kind of when, like, we kind of stopped, but we would still kind of ask different people to come, like Little Daniel. Oh, yeah, Shout for out to sure. Little Daniel if you listen to this. I doubt yeah, you do. Yeah, what's up, Little Daniel? But, like, and so stuff like that we would do, you know, like we would pick up the guys, you know, uh, and and play like that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, for a while there, um, I started those Friday night games. 
Oh yeah. When it was sure. like me, him, Beyonce, Paige, Matt, Kylie. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, we started doing stuff like that. And then from there, me and AJ would drive all the way to Clovis. After those Friday night deals, Kagan and Dale at <laughs> Texas, play again. and then we'd play again. Nice. Yeah, so uh, me and AJ weren't coming home till like 2, 3 in the morning sometimes. That's too late, dude. That is too late, but when you're single and nobody loves you and everybody hates your oh life. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to occupy the time. <laughs> you can occupy with sleep? <laughs> no, dude, because then you start having <laughs> dreams about how nobody loves you and you're lonely for the rest of your life. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, those dreams are real. So, yeah. Anyway, so, um, shout out gym, AJ. That gym's garbage, though. That gym is garbage, but I shoot straight fire when so, I'm there, boy. The thing that's crazy is like they used to have a carpet floor, and yeah. you sometimes can see it. It's still there. The carpet is still there. Yeah. But when they replaced the floor back in like, oh man, it was probably like 2003 or 2004 when they put that floor down. Yeah. It was like, dude, peel the carpet up. Because that's when Pete was there, right? <laughs> yeah, Pete was still there. Uh, but it was like, peel the carpet up and then put the floor down. Yeah. And they just put it right over the top of the carpet, so <laughs> none of it ever stuck. Like, it, it started popping up immediately, it seems yeah. like. But the reason they put it down was because there were lots of blown-out ACLs on that on that floor. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, carpet doesn't let your foot slide at all. No, for sure not, though. It just rips your, your knee apart. I remember... Let's see. Uh, Stuart and Russell Carr graduated in 2003. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I didn't know them, but yeah, that sounds right. Maybe in 02. Like, one of those, they were both really good at basketball, but one of them was, like, the best player on the Hereford High School team. Yeah. And he blew his ACL out mm. his senior year of high school. Really? So he missed his senior year of, of basketball. Playing And on right that after that, right after that is when they replaced that floor. Wow. <laughs> Took them that long, huh? Yeah, it took them a long time, dude. It was like, gosh dang it, dude. No, well now, like if we, okay, so Bro, those, you could blow your ACL out now because the, the tiles are all uneven and stuff. Well, I don't um, <laughs> blow my knees out, um, which is surprising. I have horrible knees. That's like, true. Like my knees and my ankles are, 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 are trash. So I'm surprised I haven't like had some kind of injury there. Yeah. But, um... Because where it's real bad, if you're coming in from the side where we usually come in through, mm -hmm. it's that first goal. Yeah. Like, first half court. That's the east side of the gym. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So then there, like, um, that corner. That uh, was the the one where Hannah put uh, put Day on skates, bro. Yeah, put Day on skates for sure. <laughs> uh, Hannah, if you're listening to this, you put Day on skates for sure. And Day, if you're listening to and this, Daya, you fell real hard, you, dude, because she crossed hard, you over dude. so bad. Yeah, dude. Like, she, um, I mean, she put the hezzy on you. But anyways, <laughs> and so... Uh, right by the door to go into uh, um, to go into the north end, right? Mm -hmm. Those double doors. That's where it's the worst. Like is that dead spot? Yeah, that dead spot. So you're <laughs> bouncing and you think you're all bad and you hit it and the ball just, just <laughs> doesn't even come up. Never comes back. It never comes back. Dude. And so like that's when I started switching. I started playing on the other end. It's better than this end, uh, than the east end. But yeah. I mean, the west end. Yeah, the west end is a lot better than the east end. But I mean, there's still some spots. Not as Bad. Not as bad, but yeah, there not as bad, but there is some dead spots sure. there too. But I never hit them, so no. Uh, but anyway, I just want everybody to understand that I won six games of twenty-four tip. Yeah, and Day and Israel both won three apiece. Three apiece, yeah, that's right. Out of Dude, like my <laughs> five hundred and thirty-three. 
my knees were killing me, bro. Dude, like, after um, so that last one that day, I won the one, second round, yeah. right? Uh, um. My hamstrings and my quads were tight, dude. Really tight. I could feel my hammies like my calves. Were, were, they were about to be gone, bro. Dude, like either like I should have stretched. <laughs> either we, I we definitely should have stretched. Either I should have stretched, or <laughs> that just proves how badly in shape I am. Oh, you should have stretched. But like for sure, like I wasn't huffing and puffing. Like I wasn't tired. No, it's just well, I like was, my entire sure. body was tight. Like yeah. Okay, so I woke up Sunday, right? Nope. Uh, yeah. My knee was gone. My, or let me be more specific. My uh, left knee was gone. Yeah. Right. Um, my hamstrings, quads, and calves were super sore. Mm-hmm. They hurt. Yeah. Uh, like even during prayer, I had knelt down. Right. Um, I knelt down to pray, and and I have the tendency to always kneel with my left first, and then go ahead and drop both of them. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. As soon as I put pressure on my left knee, I had to drop my right one real quick. <laughs> yeah, and it hurt even more. Yeah, so I was like, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it, though. I get Dude, it. That's how come I never get on my knees because I don't know if I can get back up or not. There you go. Like, why risk it for no biscuit? You know what I've I'm saying? I've had 8,700 knee injuries in my life. So. I mean, I haven't had 87, but for sure, like, maybe one or two. <laughs> But, but yeah, like, <laughs> I think I've shared this with you. Like, it's always been weird, but, like, I've always thought about, like, not that I want it to happen to me, but, like, what no, would it be like? No, you specifically said you wanted to have this experience. Yes. <laughs> that is true. And so, like, uh, there's been certain things that have happened that have happened, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what that feels like, right? Yeah. And one of them is, two of them, s- specifically, are... I'm having an ACL tear and I'm an Achilles um, tendon tear just so it's just going to be like, like, I want to know what that feels like. Dude. Yeah. No, thank you. People are like, you're stupid for thinking that. And if I understand it though, yeah, like I, I understand that sentiment, but there's no way that I want to have my freaking like, cause I saw it when Kevin Durant tore his, it was yeah. just like in a, like, no, well, we saw it on live TV. Like it yeah. Popped we and then the game. like ran up into his leg. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. And like, look, the ripple it's of not his that Achilles I specifically, snapping. It's not that I specifically am like, Oh, like let this happen to me, please. But yeah. it's just one of those things. Like I just sit, uh, like, okay. I always thought what would it be like to be in a car accident? This was growing up it at 12 happen. years old. It happened. I was in a car accident. It was awesome. Right. Yeah. It was the greatest thing ever. Right. <laughs> I was bedridden for almost a month and a half, maybe two. So, like, um, and so, like, I'm going on a mission trip, too, right? Like, yeah. I was like, hey, man, like, I wonder what that would be like. You got to go on an easier one than the one you went on, dude. The worst the worst mission trip of my life. I mean, yeah, people were saved. God did miracles. But I'm talking about, like, personally, like, for my health, it was probably the worst mission trip in the world. Yeah, you like, almost God, died, bro. God did his thing. And to God be the glory. Yeah. Right? Was part of was part of the things that you wanted to experience having malaria? Was that one of the things? No, but it happened. So that you so can now say, I know, now I know how that feels. Yeah, now that I know how it feels, and everybody's like, do you want malaria? And I'm like, nah. No. No. No, I already don't. had my share of that. <laughs> I don't need seconds. So um, for a while there, I don't know if you know this, but this ties into the malaria thing. Okay. But I don't think I told you this, maybe. But um, for a while there to get money... Um. I would oh, actually yeah. go to Amarillo to yeah, go yeah, get yeah. plasma, right? Yeah. 
and like they charge you like the first uh, time you go is like a hundred, the next one is seventy five. Well, they don't 50. charge you; they pay you. They pay you. Yeah, sorry, yeah. pay you. My bad. Uh, first time they pay you, it's like a hundred. The second time is seventy five. Then it's fifty. Then it's twenty five. Now, mind you, when I walked into this place, it was all a bunch of like crackheads and all that. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Total crackheads, right? <clears throat> And like the questions that they ask you are like, um, in the last seventy years, have you had an orgy, right? <laughs> or like, have you? Uh, in you the know, last seventy years, yeah. Like, have you like experimented <laughs> with needles and stuff like that, right? And so, like, they ask a bunch of weird questions, right? Yeah, for sure. Either about sex or either just about like if you've like gone and like shared needles with somebody, or yeah. and like or tattoos and stuff like that, or piercings and things like that. And so, like, I'm walking in. And seeing all these people, I'm taking the test and I'm seeing all these people. I'm like, all of you are liars. <laughs> Every single last one of you in this place are liars. You look like you just got finished having an orgy. <laughs> and you look like that. <laughs> you look like you literally have a needle in your arm right like, now. That neck tattoo looks fresh, homie. Like you're a liar. <laughs> this is not true. It's, it's one of the questions. Have you had malaria? <laughs> well, okay. I'm getting there. Right? Oh, okay. And so like uh, the first time you go, they have to give you a physical, right? And they have to oh, okay. uh, uh, walk you through a protocol. And so like um, they actually have an RN that does this stuff. So. Um, she walked me back there and I'll, and then, um, she starts going through stuff. She's like, okay, so you check this. No, you check this. Yes. And then, and then like, she starts doing her own thing. She's like, have you ever had, you know, cause that's when Ebola was pretty big. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, have you ever had Ebola? And I was like, no. And she's like, have, or, oh, okay. Cause she was Ebola really cereal, bro. Ebola cereal, bro. Okay. Cause, uh, um, cause she was surprised. Cause she was all like, you have no piercings. I was like, no, you have no tattoos. No. Like you've How never you done drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and then she's like, you've never done drugs. I was like, no. Wow. Like you're probably the the first person that's ever walked in here and like had, has had like this clean, you yeah. know, thing. Clean bill of health. Yeah. Like almost. This, yeah. Like, almost. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then she keeps walking it down. She's like Ebola, stuff like that. Have you ever had West Nile? This and that. And then she goes, have you ever had malaria? But like the questions that she was answering or like the questions she was asking, it was just like, no, no, no. No. And so, but when she got to malaria, she's like, have you ever had malaria? Yes. Have you ever? What? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Wait, you've had malaria? And I was like, yeah. She's like, no, you're lying. I was like, no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> no, I've had malaria. I had it for sure. I almost died. <laughs> and then she's like, are you serious? How long ago? I was like, uh, like maybe I want to say like two, two years ago, maybe. And she's like, oh my gosh. She pops out this big old binder from the bottom of the like this <laughs> she's shelf. Never had to do this she's before. never had to do this before. She pops it out, slams it on the table, kind of blows it off, you know, the dust. You know, it's been collecting a little bit. And she's like, okay, da 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 da. She's reading it. And then she's like, all right, you should be good. All right. There's only one way to find out. But yeah, like that, like, that's like the most funny malaria thing I've ever had happen to me. Dude, that's awesome. And she was like, she was just confident you ever about had it. malaria? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> yep, that's me. What? <laughs> Wait, what? So, all that to say, the things that I have wished or like, oh, not yeah. wished, I was but like, like, how did yeah. we get here, dude? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So, I was like, I was kind of thinking about it. That's why I took a long pause. <laughs> it had nothing to do with stuttering people because I know I stutter out the wazoo yeah. on this podcast. So, forgive me and thank he you for being patient lot. with me and my stories. So, uh, yeah, uh, 
the things I'd like to experience is not that I want them to happen to me, but if they happen to me, I'd be like, okay, cool. Oh, okay, I know, no, I'm not. I now know I what now that's know, about. Yeah, I now know what that's like. It's not that I'm sitting there on hands and knees yeah. fasting. God, <laughs> Lord, please. Lord, in your name, Father God, allow my ACL to completely blow. Dude, no, no, I, no. uh, okay, did you, did you see the post that I shared on Facebook today? No. It was like, uh, uh, let me find it because I want to re- read it exactly word okay. for word. I but heard it on Facebook Dude, I laughed so fast, so freaking hard when I saw it. Yeah. Because, because the Lord was in it. Oh, sure. yeah. And all yeah. his magistrates are just all uh, all seventy three of his magistrates were there. Wait, dude. but we just said there were seven, though. I said there were at least seven. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know exactly how. But many. there could also be seventy three. Is that what you're implying? There could be. You know, I mean, I uh, I don't necessarily make the rules. So anyway, this dude he shares this. He's like. Now they're saying that if you survived COVID, the government wants your plasma. No, oh. sir. They, they ain't taking my TV. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the caption that I wrote was like, hands off my TV, Uncle Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Thank you. Yeah. You talking about plasma made me think about that. Uh, so I've never had my... Achilles rupture, but I have a I've had a calf strain before. Oh yeah, that was the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my yeah. life. Because we were doing uh, this couch to five k app, and I was like out there running by myself one night at the track in Hereford. Yeah, and, like I didn't stretch properly beforehand. Makes sense. Which is stupid for you to not stretch before you're gonna go run. I mean, or it sounds like that's your life even now. Apparently, Bro, Saturday. apparently <laughs> you don't stretch ever, man. <laughs> but I feel like. Uh, I feel like Saturday was different because it was like it was like hot and humid, so oh, yeah. like my muscles already dude, I got felt a good sweat kind of loose or whatever. Yeah, but this was like in November, so it was cold. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like maybe because the way that they split it up is like you run for ninety seconds, you walk for sixty seconds, you run for ninety seconds, you walk for sixty seconds for the or it's it's sixty and ninety one one of the two, either you run for sixty and walk for ninety, or you run for ninety and walk for sixty for the first like week of the workouts yeah i'm on the second day hey let's go like i did the first day fine the second day of this workout and i'm doing this like biggest loser challenge at work yeah and i was like ah sweet i'm gonna start running 5ks and be great and then uh like it's like the second set of the the 90 60 thing and i'm like oh here we go and i'm just like i feel like super good man like i'm just like this is great and i'm running and running and running and running and then all of a sudden it feels like somebody like hit me in the back of the leg with something like just threw a bouncy ball at me or something like that just like boom i was like what the heck (laughs) and uh, it was my calf like it was like a pop in the, the back of my leg and i was like what was the heck was that somebody kicked me back here yeah it was like we got we got drive by kickers on this on this uh, track over here, dude. But uh, they're running faster than you just to kick you. <laughs> All you hear is like the Stewie run, and then a pop. Oh, but uh, yeah, dude. You're so stupid, dude. It sucked, man. So then I couldn't run for like I don't know to the end of the stupid tournament that we yeah. were doing. So I was like, well. I guess I'm just going to go eat ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Since my career is over. That sucked real bad. Dude, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Or not hate it, but it just like, it bugs me and it freaks me out that uh, whenever we're playing 24 tip and like it's me and you running for a ball 
Clearly, I get to it first, and you're just chasing me. I'm like, what the? Like, get away from me, dude. And I'm like booking it. And finally, you stop once I pass half court. And then, like, after that, like, you you go back walking, and I'm breathing heavy. Like, I'm just like. <sighs> well, the only reason I stopped chasing you is because I was breathing too hard. So. Well, there was one where we were chasing a, a loose ball, and I started swinging. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you started hitting me. I mean, if you would have been close enough, I would have punched you in the face running, for sure, dude. As I was running for the ball, he extends his left hand and just, like, just gives me a straight jab. And, like, I back up. Like, I back up as, like, as far as I can because he has, like, long arms, and I'm, you know, a midget compared to Jeff. That's true. And so <laughs> he, he extends his arm and just throws a jab, and it almost hits me, but I back up. Because uh, I think Dea did the same thing. Dea knocked me out. Uh, um, Dea knocked me out of the air. Um. No, not out of the air, but he did push me pretty hard. Oh, for sure. And then he smacked my hand. He smacked my hand, but you have that tendency too. Oh, I foul the crap out of yeah, people. Yeah, dude, like you're like, uh, yeah, dude, like, <laughs> come in like here, dude, beat. come in the paint. Yeah, like you're completely beat, <laughs> and all you hear is, and you're like, what the heck is that? But some of those slaps hurt. Like you're like, I for to go. Yeah, dude. Like stop. Like what are you doing? I'm trying to win. The name of the game is winning, Israel. By hurting me, dude. Yes, dude. I won six games. What more do you want? I want you to not be so aggressive towards me, the person you say you love. Not gonna happen. Okay. Don't play twenty four with me then if you don't if you don't want me to be aggressive with you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna play twenty four. I'm gonna play twenty four. All right then. Cause we used to be way more aggressive than that. Oh yeah. When uh was it you that pushed Hudson out of the air or was that AJ? No, I put I, I pushed AJ out of the air. Cause somebody he was pushed, at, well, somebody pushed Hudson out of the air at Trinity, though. No. Oh, no, no, no. Me. Yeah, me. Yeah. Because he comes behind me, and he, like, rams me with his knee on my oh, butt. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Because I go, and I shoot it up, and he rams me, like, midair in the butt. Yeah. And it hurt. And he was laughing like it feels funny. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> to him, not to me. Well, to all of us. No, no, no. Not to me. I was not having a good time. To everybody that was there other than you. Yeah. It was uh, high comedy. And so, like, he was laughing and laughing, and I said, all right, I got you, little homie. And so I returned the favor. I returned the favor. But with AJ, uh, he was in front of me, and because AJ is like— AJ falls out of the air like 86 times a a game when we play 24, though. Well, because he always tries to, like—well, I mean, because technically we knock him out of the air all the time. Yeah, for sure, because he's small and it's easy. Because there was one where, like, he's coming up, right, and he's real big on, like, stopping and shooting, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, he'll stop on a dime, jump up higher than you, and then shoot the, excuse me, shoot the J. Whether he makes it or not, that's uh, that's technically up to his form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> technically up to his form, whether he makes it or not. For sure. But, um, well, I think he was at 22 or something like that. Or, yeah, 20 or 22. He stops on a dime, jumps up midair, and, like, he has me. But usually, like, I know when he's going to jump. Because we've played together for so long. Like, I know his moves. I know when he's going to jump. And so, like, I'm tall enough and have just enough hops to tip the ball. Okay. And, but this time he got me, right? He got me. And I was like, dadgummit. And I knew it, too. He stops, stops on a dime, gives me nine cents chain, jumps up in the air. And midair, I push him. And he falls. (laughs) The shot goes in, but he falls. He bruised his SI joint. His SI joint, dude. Yeah, he was complaining. Miss Tracy came at me pretty hard the next day. Oh, yeah, for sure. The next night. But we ended up playing the next night, too, so. Yeah. 
So what's your problem, AJ? So what's your problem? Quit crying, you big girl. Quit crying about it. Stop crying, all right? You got hurt. Big whoops. At least your kneecap didn't get dislocated. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, just tell your story. No, I'm not telling the story. I'm just saying. My my kneecap got dislocated by Daya. That's all there is to it, but I made the shot. You did make the shot. Uh, So we got to talk about something, dude. Okay. I don't know if you've seen or not. But we're about to have uh, more fast food restaurants be real angry at. Because Taco Bell's taking your favorite thing off the menu, bro. What are they taking off? I haven't heard of this. The cheesy potatoes are coming off, bro. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) What? All potato items in general are coming. Why? I don't know. They just have released a statement saying that they're taking like like the the crunchy Fritos burrito. What? The... (laughs) Well, technically, I don't get that, so... But the cheesy, the cheesy Fiesta potatoes are coming what? off. <laughs> Those are my... Oh, my gosh. That's what I get every time I go to Taco Bell. I know, dude. I got some Why go to day. Taco Bell if you're not going to get Fiesta potatoes? Why? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I want to see. Okay. So, the grilled steak soft taco, which I've never had. The seven-layer burrito is coming off. The Nacho Supreme is coming off. What? Beefy Fritos burrito is coming off. Dude, they're taking off a lot of good chunks. Spicy Tostada is coming off. I never had that. I don't either. Oh, I messed it up here. Here we go. And so why is Cheesy this? Cheesy Fiesta potatoes are coming off. Oh, my off. gosh. All of the loaded grillers are coming off. Oh, my gosh. Chips and dips are coming off. Listen here. Oh, my gosh. And the mini skillet bowl. I've never even heard of that. Nah, me either. Why? Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on. Is it on. like a COVID thing? I don't know what it is, man. I'm not gonna go to Taco Bell anymore. Dude, that was my go to place. That was like my go to restaurant, like for lunch. Cause I can't stand McDonald's unless it's their breakfast. <laughs> or or um, unless my baby girl wants to go there. But Yeah. You talking like, about me? Yeah. So, if those two things happen, that's the only reason why I go to McDonald's. But I'm not going to go to McDonald's for because my own choice. Yeah, Dude, to go eat. I'm I'm legit upset about the pota- the the Fiesta potatoes. Dude, being those taken are off. my favorite. They're thi- so good. Oh my dude. gosh! Look, people, if you tomorrow, okay, whatever time, if there's a Taco Bell near you, go order Fiesta potatoes yeah. before they shut down. Go get them. Go order Fiesta potatoes. Look, I know that I never, like, uh, when we were talking about the whole kneeling thing, right? Yeah, yeah, And then, oh, I'm still going to buy this. No, this is where I draw the line. I'm not going to Taco <laughs> Bell anymore. I refuse to go to Taco Smells after, uh, uh, once they take away my Fiesta potatoes. Once they take away. Dude, that is, okay. They say it's so that they can streamline their process and add new fan favorites. Nope. It's like, they had a new freaking fan favorite every week, bro. Dude. Stop creating new stupid stuff that nobody wants, bro. All right, so what happened is, look, watch, during lunch, this is always this is always what I get, okay? During yep. lunch, this is what I get. Here we go. I always go to Lay Taco Bell, me. and I get a cheesy gordita crunch. Okay. I usually get one or two, depending on how hungry I am and depending on how much I ate that morning. Okay. Okay? So it's usually so you one or two. got to plan out the bowel movements for later. Yeah, that is true. And... <laughs> Um, I don't want my gut to push out of my shirt, which is mm. a natural thing. I'm always like 24/7. I'm stuck. In, um, I'm sucking in my stomach for sure. So aren't we all? Aren't we all? That's right. In Jesus' name. And so, <laughs> oh no, no, no. That's not a thing. 
Whatever, dude. Okay, all right, here we go. It's a thing now, buddy. And so, cheese and gordita crunch and a fiesta potatoes. Yeah. With some hot, hot sauce. Not okay. mild, not fire, not Diablo. Just hot. Hot. Okay. Right. That's my lunch. Yeah. That's what I get. Not anymore. Not anymore, dude. I'm not going to taco smells at all anymore. I'm trying to see where it says... Uh Company announced last week it will remove 11 items from its menu with an eye on creating new items to reveal in the in the coming months. Beginning August 13th, we will be simplifying our menu. Stupid. This evolved menu approach comes after months of analyzing the new way we are running our restaurants. Stupid. We want to ensure an easy and fast ordering experience for our guests and team members while simultaneously opening up opportunities for even more innovation. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Why does the potato why do potatoes have to get out of here? Why? That's that's my. What are thing. we doing? Why? It's literally the best thing on the menu. Literally the best thing. Fiesta potato. Okay, look, fiesta potatoes are the best thing on that menu. Okay. And they're they're and the freaking the loaded grillers are good too. Loaded grillers are good too. Yeah. And those are a new item too. Those are new. Like yeah. they came in the last two years. The last at least for sure two years. Though. They, uh, but when's the last time you ever saw anybody order a Mexican pizza? Mm, no one. I don't. Nobody ever. I don't order one. And it's still on there. That's stupid. And they're not good. Nope. I haven't had one in like 10 years. There was one that I always used to get. I can't remember now. I used to get the grilled stuff burrito all the time, but they took it off like a year ago. Yeah, but I used to get something else too, and they also took it off. So when I went back- Was it a quesarito? Maybe it was that. I don't know, man. I'm just there was one. I, oh, because um, um, I used to get the mini quesadillas. Oh, that mini either quesadillas? Beef, yeah. Oh, okay. Either beef or chicken. And I always get the chicken because they have that weird sauce that's really good. Yeah. And- they took the chicken and kept the beef. Mm. Dude, t- look, Taco Bell's stupid. Dude. I'm boycotting them. I'm not going to Taco Bell anymore. <laughs> they ain't going to get my money. They ain't gonna get, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be that white conservative now. <laughs> they ain't going to get my money. How about that? They ain't going to get my money if they're going to take my Fiesta potatoes away from me. Yeah, that's, Mike, that's where I draw the line. But we got to have a, a, a taco shell with Doritos flavors on it. But well, we can't keep our potato. Why is everybody ruining potatoes for us, bro? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Dude, I got... But I don't like I got it. fries from Pizza Hut last night. Oh, yeah? And they weren't that good, man. The, no? No, because they... Uh, I don't know if they made them too fast or what, but then they sat in that freaking... That bin that they put them in or whatever. Yeah. That container, that yeah. black giant dome. Yeah. And just condensated all over themselves. For, so that they were sense. all soggy, bro. It sense. sucked, man. Wait, so you ordered them and then drove home... No. And then you ate them here or what? No. I ate them in Hereford. But it's still, I don't know. Oh, here's what had happened. Okay. I went to the Hereford Pizza Hut. Okay. The end. The end. <laughs> hey, hey, for those hey. of for those of you who've never been to the Hereford Pizza Hut, uh, don't go. It's always best to eat there instead of picking it up. Yeah, but they don't let you eat there. Yeah. They don't have the, dine-in right now. Because of the Rona. Because of the Rona. Yeah. But, so I pull up. To the window. There's a girl standing next to the window. Yeah. I guess she's looking at the computer or something because she, she never t- yeah, she even, takes, she never even turns to look at me. Yeah, she takes 53 years to see you. She just sits there. She didn't even see me. Oh, wow. Now, so another worker that walked by like two minutes earlier walked back by and was like, motioned to the girl and was like, have you helped the dude at the window yet? And she was like, oh, no, I didn't. It's like 2073 and, yeah. they, and she barely sees you. Yeah. And so this girl opens the window and she's like, Ooh, and I was like <laughs> <laughs> Please 
Please tell me that's what she did. Please. Please tell me that's what she did. She might have, dude. I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I've got an order for Jeff. And she's like, ooh, Jeff, okay. <laughs> then she turns and proceeds to talk to the girl that didn't talk to me. Okay. And another girl that showed up. Yeah. And they just stand there having like a conversation for two minutes. Yeah. By oh, this nice. time, I've already been there for five minutes. My food is in the like warming station yeah. this whole time. Mm. It takes like another minute or two for her to turn and look in there and get my food for me and bring it to me and give it to me. Then it takes me another like three minutes to get to my destination. So by that time, my fries have been sitting in this box, yeah. steaming and like letting water droplets hit them for like, I don't know, 15 minutes, minutes probably. Yeah. And it's all because... That girl didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't do her job. Her for Pizza Hut, man. Her for Pizza Hut. Yeah, it's the worst, bro. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, you know what? I don't want to say. I just want them to bring dine-in eating back, man. At least some places for sure. Yeah, like I know pops. Well, a lot lets of you, places do already. Pops lets you eat in. Jalisco's lets you eat in. Yeah. Um, I know Subway else? won't let you yet. No Subway. Um. <laughs> No, no, no. Sure, dude. Is know. that not it? Um, uh, I don't know about Chihuahua because I haven't been there since we went that one time. Yeah, because you can't speak Spanish. Um, I can speak Spanish enough to order some tacos for sure. But Oh, yeah. I know. I think the the Great Wall lets you, but I haven't tried to go in there. Actually, yeah. Because I think that there's I people, caught the Rona from there four years ago. There's people <laughs> that wear masks for sure. That I was coming back into town, or I was coming back from Hereford from work. Hey, what's up? And I was, hey, what's up, work? Um, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> my lazy and, uh, eye has been as a, at its laziest opportunities of all time. For I the mean, last, my eye's like, completely shut. So let's just let's just go there. I, I'm I'm doing this podcast <laughs> blind, everybody. Only half blind. <laughs> yeah, he still has one eye open. That is true. That is true. He's uh, like the dude in the uh, t- is it the Telltale Heart, where the guy sleeps with an eye open or whatever, and then he finally kills him. You know what I'm talking about? No. You never, you never read The Telltale Heart? No, dude. By Edgar Allan Poe? No, dude. Bro. The only book I read is the Bible, bro. <laughs> you don't even read that, dude? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Bits and pieces of it, you dude. Listening. <laughs> you didn't say I had to read it completely. I you, just, listen, you listen to books on tape, bro? No, no, no. Okay, anyway. sometimes. But anyways, keep going. Well, now I feel like I have to explain the story of The Telltale no. Heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the story goes, Yeah, there's this guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he works for this dude or something. Anyway, the guy sleeps, but he has one eye open because he's got a fake eye. <laughs> and so it scares the dude that's yeah. like the main character of the story or whatever. Yeah. And so he keeps seeing him like every night. He's like awake with one eye, like asleep with one eye open, and he's yeah. like, that freaking eye is watching me. <laughs> and so eventually... Uh, he catches him when the eye is actually closed and he murders him. Okay. And he cuts him in pieces. Okay. (laughs) And hides him under his floorboards. Mm. And uh, so the cops come to investigate or whatever and he's like, no, he ain't here, fam. He ain't here, homie. (laughs) And they're like, oh, okay. But he keeps hearing the, like he keeps hearing the the heartbeat of this dude. Oh, yeah. Like, and it it eventually drives him crazy and he has to tell the cops where the guy is. Oh, okay. Anyway. I actually have heard a rendition of that, but I didn't know that's what it was called. You're the guy from the Telltale Heart that's about to get murdered for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have one eye open, bro. <laughs> Look, if 
if you're going to murder me, at least do it peacefully, okay? <laughs> okay. There's some bleach in the laundry room. Okay. I'll drink a glass. An entire glass? An entire glass, and then I'll lay my head to rest. <laughs> You'd be sick as a dog, bro. <laughs> or just go ask somebody just for throw some. throw yourself, throw up till you die, bro. Or I could just eat a bunch of Tide Pods. We'll see where we go there. That uh, That's also an option. Or you can go get some chloroform. I think you can make chloroform with bleach and something else. Well, then let's do it. What are we sitting here for? <laughs> well, we'll be right back, America. <laughs> let's have a party, people. This is a dark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you started <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> with your Edgar Allan Poe. You're the one over here talking about people putting needles in their arms and getting neck tattoos and stuff. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. There's no defending uh, that. We were, what were we talking about before? Uh, about Pizza Pope? Hut is trash. Oh, Pizza food places trash. that yeah. uh, Oh, yeah, that are open. Oh, yet. you were coming back from uh, Amarillo. No, no, no. I was coming from back Herford, from work. Yeah. From Herford, yeah, from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then, and then we started talking about how sleepy we were. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on track here, you said people. that, and I said, what's up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, anyway, proceed. The proceeds go to Jeff's Wildlife Foundation. The only animal he has is Israel in his natural habitat. (laughs) In his natural habitat. (laughs) Anyways. I'm Brian Fellows. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Great Wall, right? Yeah. Passing by. Got you. And there's people in masks walking in and some walking out. So, I mean, they do let you eat there. And you said it made you sick like 53 years ago? Oh, I mean, I was just making a joke about that. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. I've never actually gotten sick from eating at the Great Wall, but I'm assuming... I'm assuming there are germs that could get you sick in that place. I've had people that complain about their food. I mean, excuse it's, me. I think you were one of them. If not, then it's no, probably like thirty. Never really complain about people. their food, because I mean, I would go there and eat right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, just sometimes it's like, uh, I don't really trust this place. But I don't but, really trust any Chinese yeah. buffet at all. But when people, what people don't understand when it comes to me is that growing up. Uh, like, my mother would feed all my brothers real well. Clearly, as you can see, they've all grown up healthy and full. <laughs> and then the crumbs that they would leave, she'd put them in a napkin, and it's like, Israel, this is what you get. Like, make it oh happen. And <laughs> Make it happen. I'm like, no. It's but. so that she could maintain your uh, nickname of Flacco for the rest of your life, Thanks, dude. buddy. And so, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, no, but I want that plate, though, that you just gave John, Alex, yeah. and Dea. Now, mind you, Dea's a, um, he's but a wee baby. And he's still getting more food than me. Yeah. Right? And so, like, she's over there kind of scooting off on a napkin the crumbs that John and Alex leave <laughs> and my dad. And then she's like, here you go. There's your dinner. There's your dinner. I'm like, oh, sweet. They dropped a piece of ground beef. Yay. And then I eat that piece. It's so, like, I night. eat it like, kind of like this to where, like, it'll last, you know? Uh, disclaimer, this is all false Yeah, and not no, yeah, true at all. Not true Claudia at all, would yeah. never treat her baby like this? No, 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 she wouldn't. I'm Dude, how about my mom roasting you hard <laughs> last Dude, night? She was going in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was going in. Like, I was hoping she was talking about Drew, but no, like, she was talking about the cow for sure, dude. And then she's all like, oh, man, I'm here with my harmonica already. Where are you at? And I'm like, uh, that's not a thing, though. Like... Like, and I was actually going to say, I was like, why is it that you and Jeff always pick the most absurd instruments? <laughs> <laughs> Not absurd because uh, um, the harmonica isn't an absurd instrument. But just the like, jaw harp is for sure, the, dude. <laughs> the jaw harp is for sure. But like, why do y'all just like pick random instruments that like, 
I mean, guys almighty. Well, because I already know that uh, I was going to say, you're going to teach me drums, but you would have said, no, I'm not the one teaching drums. And I would be like, well, then I don't want to learn. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, first of all, he's, I was like, there's like a 60, 40 shot. He's not going to have a clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and I well, was no. correct. <laughs> yeah, correct. But once you, once you actually sent me the picture, I was like, oh, okay. It's what, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I started getting the hang of it. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, hey, you're going to teach me the jaw harp? And you're like, no, because uh, you're the only one that can know it or something like that. Yeah. And then I texted him I texted him in private, and I was like, do you know what a jaw harp is? Which, when you sent that <laughs> as a comment, and you're like, the jaw harp, that's what I thought of. The bang, bang, oh, okay. Bang, right? And I was yeah. like, no. Right? I was like, no. And then... And I'm like, do you know what it is? You're like, absolutely not. not. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's something else to him. Like, I don't know. Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, whole, that is yeah. what it is. Yeah, for and sure. So, you know like, exactly like, what no. it was then. And then I was like, no. You know, because I'd never heard it called yeah. that. Like, I always have seen it in cartoons, heard it in movies and cartoons. Yeah. So, like... And then, so, like, I was... I mean, I didn't know it was called a jaw harp. Well... I mean, technically it's called a Jew's heart, but I didn't want to put that on Facebook and get accused of being a, a, race, a racist person. Well, you know what? That does happen now. So now I wrote, I said it on the uh, FCC Airwaves and all on of America is going to hear it. Yep. Now all America, look, his name is Jeff Smith. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell you where he lives because I don't want Linda's and Melvin's life in danger, but he drives <laughs> a little blue frontier. Are you colorblind? Is it or silver? are you just trying to keep me safe? Oh, <laughs> It's a bluish, silverish frontier. It's straight up silver. It's straight, nah, I mean. It's 100% silver. Different lights, though. Like, if you hit it from different, because there's sometimes where I do walk out and I'm like, hey, that's silver. And there's other times I walk out and I'm like, hey, that looks blue, though. It's also got a giant dent in the back of it. Oh, yeah. So, that's From where uh, that's I crushed Jeff. it like I can. So, if you're. Uh, Bless God. Um, so, if you're a Jew, <laughs> just know. That's where Jeff is. I'm just going to have a bunch of Jews mad at me for calling it a Jew's harp. You know what? And I'll become a Jew just so I can be mad at you, too. Will you? Yeah, just so I can be mad Go at you. Go ahead. I'm just going to become one Go just so it, I can dude. be upset with you right now. How long are you going to stay that way? Well, I mean, depending. On? When, I don't know. <laughs> when, when they're done hating you, then I'm going to be done hating you. And then you'll go back? And they'll be like, why are you here? Well, I mean... <clears throat> kind of we're all in this together right like we all hate jeff together well yeah but <laughs> but you're a christian no nah, like i decided to be a jew though for now for now to hate jeff with you guys and then what, what are you gonna do when they start telling you you can't have bacon then i'm gonna be like i mean i hardly eat it anyway so boom and then you have to eat nothing but kosher foods i mean i like fish and shrimp well you can't have and shrimp octopus you can't have shrimp and squid i don't and think tilapia. you can have any of those like, there's very few things that are in the sea that the Jews are allowed to eat based they, off of a kosher diet. Can they drink the water? Out of the sea? Yeah. Please go drink a glass of seawater right now, dude. <laughs> no, dude. No, dude, never. <laughs> never in my life. Just go, just go to Reeves Lake right now and get a big old swaller of it. <laughs> I'm going to catch me a big old fish, boy. <laughs> no, there was... Dude. Uh, okay. So when we were little, uh, the Assemblies of God would do, which, I mean, now because of the Rona, no. And they probably still do it, but we haven't gone to one since, like, last time I went, uh, or the last time we went to a pastor's convention was, like, I was, like, 10 or 11. Okay. And this is the stuff I look forward to, right? 
like most people look forward to like like actual vacations. Like now that I'm grown up, it's like these weren't vacations. But, <laughs> but, but like most people were actually like, while most people were actually taking real vacations, you know? Yeah. We were taking church trips. Church trips. So, so like even now to this day, like this is the first summer that I have not had to go to ch- to some church thing. Yeah. Like, um, youth tour, camp yeah, or something, youth camp like, or something that. like that. So it's kind of like, okay, relaxing, but I don't know what to do. So it's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> I don't have it like. Just hang out, dude. Yeah. So Fine. then like a staycation, I guess, but oh well. Anyways, so, um, the last time we had gone. I think it was in either in San Antonio or in Corpus, mm-hmm. and they had an outside pool and they had an inside pool, right? Ooh, okay, that's fancy. That is fancy. And so the outside pool was the water that everybody's used to, right? You know, the nice clean water everybody's used yeah, to. Yeah, like chlor- chlorinated water, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I and got so, you. but as I think it was John or Alex are like, "Hey, come, uh, come to the outside pool, because that's where we're going to be at." I said, "Okay, cool." And so I go outside. As soon as I take a, a dive, as soon as I jump and I dive in the pool, I take a big old gulp of salt water, dude. I was like, heck no. How are y'all swimming in this? I went back inside and I just chilled in the pool, dude. I was like, heck no. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah. The worst ever. Well, just you're not supposed to drink the water in a pool. Though. I didn't try to drink it, but, you know, like when I dive, or when I dove in, sorry, not dived yeah. in, but when I dove in, like I guess I was laughing and having a good time. Mm-hmm. As a young boy would. Right. And took a big old gulp. That wasn't a smart idea. That was not a smart idea, but it happened. And uh, now we're here. And now we're here. That's what happened? That yeah. got us here? That's why I've lost so many <laughs> brain cells as we go throughout the... Uh, the older I get, the worse, you know, the worse I get. <laughs> the worse the after effects of the salt water. <laughs> Dude, every year, Connie's like one request. Um, shout out, Connie. But um, Connie's every... Like, Every year on my birthday, she's like, are you going to act mature now? No, are you going to act mature now? Are you going to act mature now? What's the point in that crap? Well, you know what, Connie? This year, if if the Lord puts it on my heart, <laughs> I will act mature for my 27th birthday. <laughs> no. Nah. If the Lord puts it on my heart and on my mind to be like, hey, you know, there's new, there's new levels and realms of glory that I'm taking you to that I'm going to need you to act a little different with, mm-hmm. then I'll do it. But only if he tells you on your birthday. But only if he tells me on my birthday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's talking about she she joins you in your immaturity all the time. No, she hates me with all her life for sure. That's true. There's a large group. <laughs> they have meetings. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> they meet up on the weekend. <laughs> we do. It's great. Yeah. We serve finger foods. Do y'all have shirts or? Um, no. Because I know it's you, Daya, Connie, Kylie. Um, John, Alex, uh, who else, um, goes to that meeting? Claudia, no, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Claudia, no, they go to that meeting. (laughs) They sometimes show up and she brings Milanessas and it's great. Hey, let's go. (laughs) Uh. No, we don't really have a club that hates Israel. No, it's not true. When I was, (laughs) when I was a kid. So, you know, kids are like, they want to be accepted and, and like, and everything, yeah. Be friends with all the people. Yeah, every person. Well, so I lived in Adrian and there weren't a whole lot of kids there. Yeah. 
There was like me and let's see, Gary Edwards. Oh, Tommy McIntosh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were like <laughs> five or six of us. It's not a real person, by the way. <laughs> Bojangles Bohannon was there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Bojangles Bohannon's was there. There was like boy. six or seven of us that actually like hung out in Adrian, maybe. And it may have been less than that. But it was like <clears throat> these two kids always had problems with each other. Yeah. One was a year older than me and the other one was my age. I'm not going to say names because I don't want them like the sins of their past to catch up with them today, <laughs> today, brother. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it was like I was friends with both of them. Naturally. And I wanted to be friends with both of them, uh-huh. but they hated each other. And so they were always constantly forcing all of us to pick sides in their battle against each other for Adrian's <laughs> supremacy. And it was like, good and evil. dude, seriously, I got to freaking be friends with you sometimes. And then like secretly be friends with a guy that lives right down the street. Yeah. from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys, can y'all just figure your crap out? And so we had like uh, a hate certain person club. And there were two of us in that club. <laughs> well, there was like five of us in that club, depending on who all was there. Yeah. But then we would go hang out with the other guy. And then it was that was the hate the other guy club. Oh, and okay. so every once in a while, those clubs would intermingle. And like, yeah. you wouldn't know, all right, which one do I hate today? Hey. And then I had another friend who came across one sun, like one Saturday morning and was like, hey, how do you feel about blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I don't think it's very cool that they're putting us through all this bull crap. And like making us choose between them, so I don't really like him right now. And he walked across the park <laughs> <laughs> and relayed that message. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, <laughs> you're like the only dude I can trust in this town, and you're a knock." He had some snitches for some friends, Bro. dude. Well, he was like, he was like three or four years younger than us, maybe, yeah. maybe not quite, but. He was definitely still in elementary school when we were in junior high. I never had that problem, dude. Like, Bro, that's because all you did was hang out with your brothers all the time. Well, yeah, there. But like when it came to, like, to school and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Well, this wasn't even in school. I didn't go to school in Adrian. Okay, look. <laughs> look let's, be, let's be realistic here. That's true. But let's be realistic here. Growing up, it was always John and Alex, me and Daya. Yeah, for sure. Right? <clears throat> and so... When I wanted to hang out with John and Alex, they were like, no, nah, you can't hang out with us. Of course. And it's like, no, nah, but but like I want to hang out with y'all, though. Yeah, because y'all like, are my older brothers. So. Yeah, and then they're like, but but no, nah, though, we don't want you to hang out with us. <laughs> no, nah, we don't like you, bro. No, nah, dude. And so what I would end up doing is I would end up snitching on them and going to mom and dad, and mom and dad would make them take me yeah. wherever like wherever they went. Like I remember one time I wanted to go because uh, um, the youth, when we got here to Hereford, right? Mm. Uh like I think I was like in the fourth or fifth grade and John and Alex or John was going to go to a friend's house that was in the youth group. Mm. And I was like, I want to go. And John's all like, no, you can't go with you, bro. He's like, he's like, no, you can't go. And I was like, but I want to go though. He's like, Israel, no, I'm not going to take you. Like you can't go. Nothing's going to make me take you. And I got I a smile Claudia on my face. I know he will. I was like, I bet mom and dad will make you. And so I went over there. I snitched on John. I was like, hey, uh, John is the one to take me over here to so-and-so's house. And then all of a sudden, all you hear is, Jonathan, you know? And so John goes over there. He's like, yes, sir. And he's like, you need to take him. I don't want to take him. He's like, I don't care. Don't talk back. You're going to take him. So sure enough, John takes me. The entire time, he is pissed at me. <laughs> Like, he doesn't look at me. He doesn't acknowledge me. Like, like if Heck I say yeah, one thing that's loud and obnoxious, like, 
he like kind of put that in his memory and and like I guess I must have said a lot of obnoxious things because when we got back he he popped up that list boy Israel did this 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 and oh that. to your parents yeah <laughs> and then and then as soon as that happened mom was like all right you're never gonna go with John again okay I'm sorry yeah dude John was vicious, dude. John was a horrible big brother, dude. <laughs> he fought you that one time. He fought me that one time. Dude, John was a horrible big brother, dude. Shout out, John. Yeah, shout out, John. But he was a horrible big brother. He sucks. Wow, dude. And then... How much difference is there in age between you guys? Like five years? I think so. I don't know. He was like 88 and I was 93. Five years. And then Alex 88 is, for life 88 for life And then Alex is not uh, There's a three year difference Between me and Al Okay And then a six year Between me and Dale But as As like <clears throat> uh, Like between the experiences um, That I had with John and Alex That never wanted to take me anywhere Yeah To uh, To when I had that dream About Dea Oh yeah uh, Dying Right mm-hmm. Passing away so when I and had then, that dream. And then you had to hang out with him all the time. And yeah, like I just felt like, like I was like, no, dude, like I'm not going to treat him the way John and Alex treated and now me. now he's tired of you? And now he's tired of me, yeah. <laughs> like I used to take that kid everywhere with me. For sure, dude. Like whenever I used to hang out with uh, with the Walmart peeps, like it was always Dea. Like they could always, and there were sometimes I didn't even plan to take him, but they would always, hey, bring Dea. Hey, bring Dea. Hey, bring Dea. That's because right. Dea's awesome, Sounds dude. Good. There was one time we were, <laughs> this caught me by surprise, because Dea would hardly say anything when he was with my friend group, but yeah. he was always down to play. He was always down to play volleyball. He was always down to play basketball. Uh, what is it? Well, I guess we only played those two sports. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> like, he was always down. He wouldn't say much, but he was always down to play. For sure. And so, <laughs> um, there was one time, this is, I think, his senior year or his junior year, uh, we were at a band concert. And and uh, you know how they always announce like uh, the awards the yeah. same time that you know uh, that the concert's going on or like in between songs. Well, Dale was uh, uh, Mr. Hines goes up there, and then he's all like, uh, "This student, right? He's like, this student is uh, is probs- is possibly one of the funniest students I've ever encountered, <laughs> right?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay, here we go." Now the guy in front of him, Sal. Which I guess his name is Salvador, but they call him Sal. Yeah, like, he was the one getting all the uh, the certificates and things like that. So like it didn't dawn on me. I was like, oh, here goes another one to Sal. Here comes the Sal. There right? you go, buddy. And then all of a sudden he's all like, funny Sal, the funniest guy I've ever met. And then he's all like, he's always making us laugh. He's always making his friends laugh. Like he's super funny. The most humorous award um, goes to Isaias Marquez. <laughs> Well, I reached over and I looked at mom and I was like, are you serious? Like, he got the most- <laughs> I was just like, you're funny. I was like, tell us a joke there, Sinbad. Are you, are you a comedian all of a sudden? <laughs> I was like, what the heck? But apparently, like, the dude was different in school. Like, like he knew who he could be funny around and who he couldn't. I don't For know. For sure, dude. Now he's hilarious. Now he's hilarious. Dude, I wish I had his, like, his, like, his whole, like, well, I'm going to shut up with this group and I'm not going to with this group. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, no, 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 dude. Like, dude, like that is like, like I wish I could have his like quiet demeanor. Yeah. Like, that's just, just cause like, it's just like, it looks, it looks amazing. 
It looks awesome. Dude. I mean, there's certain places where I'll definitely shut up and I won't talk. Um, but it doesn't last for very long. Because once I know you, I'm like, all right, it's cool for me to talk now. Yeah. And then I won't ever shut up. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, dang it, dude, I need to stop talking so much. And then I'm like, my brain's like, no, nah, bro, you got more to say. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Let's put more words out there and see if anybody responds to like just throwing stuff at the wall to see if it'll stick. And it's like, for those of you who are funny, naturally funny, or, uh, or not even naturally funny, you just like practiced or whatever you've gotten to where you're quick witted or something like that. Yeah. Saying something that you think is funny and somebody else reacting and laughing at it is like one of the greatest drugs that's ever existed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. The yes. reason the reason that like Israel and I never stop talking is because we're hoping that the other one will laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, especially if you're in a group of people that you don't really know that well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you say something and like everybody's like, oh my God, it was hilarious. I'm like, that is what I'm chasing yeah. with my whole entire yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the time. So when you guys like, when you guys send us messages and tell us that we're hilarious and like you love listening to our podcast because you're laughing the entire time, you have no idea what that does to us. Oh yeah. Like that's the greatest message that we can get yeah. is somebody telling us like, dude, you're so funny. Like the stories you tell or the way you tell them, they're so funny and hysterical and I love it. And they all yeah. are the funniest people in the world. I'm like... Dude, tell me that all the days of my yeah. life. <laughs> Dude, there's sometimes where it's not the punchline, but it's how you say it. Oh, yeah. Like, like, because uh, there's sometimes where, like, the punchline isn't funny, but the face you made or how you said it is what kills me, is what is what kills me. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, it's one of those things where, like, you're laughing at the punchline, but I'm laughing at how you said it. <laughs> and you're sitting there. And you're done laughing, but I'm still going. Like, yeah. I'm red. I'm red as an apple. <laughs> like, my eyes are going full Asian. Like, they've, I've, I've closed both eyes. Like, I look like a space alien Asian, and I'm just laughing my face off. Yeah. And and you're still like, and then finally you just join in, and it's not because there's something funny. It's just my laugh at that yeah. point. Yeah, then I'm laughing at you laughing <laughs> yeah. at me, and then we're laughing together. And then we're again. laughing together, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's just like, um, Jerry. Um, Bruckheimer? No, no, no. Oh, okay. um, Jerry, the guy from church, we call him Jer Bear. Okay. And the dude that. Yeah, my next okay. door neighbor. Sick. What's up, Jer Bear? What's up, Jer Bear? Shout out. Um, shout Does out, Jer Bear. listen? No. He lives right there, dude. No, but I don't know if he can hear us, though, because he's always rocking the 80s music. <laughs> okay. Or watching Fox News. Oh, Jer Bear's the one that was like, if I met you, you'd be somebody I'd actually want to punch or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so he goes, like, uh, like, because I'm one of those, like, there's always like I'm never lost for words. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm on one. Like yep. I can always come up with something. Always. Whether it's stupid or whether it makes sense, there's always coming. Yeah. I mean, there's always words coming. And so like he always tells me, he's all like, You're never at a loss for words, are you? I was like, No, never. Why? Why would I be? <laughs> Why would I be? what reason is there to be lost for words? And like just like you sometimes though, like there's um, there's times where I feel like I'm talking way too much mm -hmm. and it's just like, Hey, let the other person talk. But then and you can't, <laughs> it's not that I can, it's just that the other person doesn't want to. Yeah. And so like, I'm sitting there, like we're both staring at each other bored mm -hmm. because I'm waiting for them to talk. And then they're waiting on you and they're waiting on me talking. to talk because they know that I could carry the conversation Yeah. and they know that I could talk forever and ever and ever. Mm -hmm. And I was all like, yeah, but you don't know how annoying my voice is though. <laughs> Like you don't know how much I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> you don't know how kill you when you re-listen to the podcast, dude. Bro. I hate it with a passion. I hate uh, 
to re-listen to our podcast and to watch uh, live stream videos from the churches or um, um, from the church when I yeah. lead. Hate it. Cannot stand it. I was like, I, I just cannot stand this. We should get over it. <laughs> I cannot stand the sound of my own voice. Yeah. Like it upsets me. And so like there I'm sitting there and I'm all like, yeah, but you talk though. Like <laughs> this is your floor. Like I'm giving it to you. Like I'll say things and like rebuttal and whatnot and I'll carry the conversation with you. Mm -hmm. But I've said so much today. Like if you could just carry this conversation, that'd be great. The amount of words that have left my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I need a break, bro. Like, like this would, this would be fantastic if you carry it. But no. Yeah. But no. So the 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 last girl that I dated, we talked all the time. And like we'd be on the phone for hours and hours and hours. But she drove the conversation the whole time. Yo, dude, that's perfect. And, I want And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's great. This is great. But then when she would get quiet, I'd be like, Oh, snap, it's my turn to talk. And then I would be talking. And if you're not giving me some sort of like yeah, mm hmm, okay, yeah. awesome, whatever, then I think that you have no interest in what I'm talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> and she was real bad about, like, not throwing, like, filler words in there to make sure that I'm still, yeah, make sure that I know that she's still with me, yeah. that I'd be like, okay. <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, oh, I just don't know, like, I feel like I'm talk like, rambling and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And she was like, no, it's fine. And then she started talking again. I'm like, okay, we're back in the sweet spot now. Yeah. I don't good. have to say things. I can just respond. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean like uh, when it comes to parties, if like other people can talk, that'd be great. Yeah. I don't have to say a word. Whatever, dude. When, when you come into freaking Friendsmas and Friendsgiving, look, comes look, and plays look. them, bro. We've been through this. We've been through this. Okay. <laughs> look, it depends on the party, I guess. Cause, uh, <laughs> if it was up to me, if it was up to me, I, I wouldn't say anything at those parties. But it is up to you. But it is up to me. <laughs> and to me, the party isn't lively enough. So I got to pick it up a little bit. That's why I do what I do. It's not that I don't. <laughs> like if if y'all were as lively as Bro, like I wanted y'all to be in the door in my head. and you already like predetermined that it's not lively enough because you walk in and immediately you're shouting at me. Well, yeah, dude, because you're the first person I lock eyes with. <laughs> Why would I lock eyes with anybody else, dude? I don't know, dude. Uh, uh, what is that song of Solomon? Why would I uh, search for another? My soul is found. <laughs> My soul is found the one that I long for. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, come on. Thanks, buddy. Like, literally, why would I go and, like, be like, all right, who else? Who else? No, dude, you're the first person I lock eyes with. And because you're the first person that's like, it's wrong. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, oh, he's here. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You love me. <laughs> no, not saying you. I'm saying the people. Oh, everybody that else. Everybody okay, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, he's here. This guy. This guy's here. Great. And then I'll be like, ah. And then I come in with my $20 well, scratchers. The, I, I still got those from Christmas. I haven't cashed you them haven't in cashed yet. Them yet. No. <laughs> Every once in a while, I see him. I'm like, oh, I need to go cash those in. And I'm like, nah, later. What'd you win last year? $25? No, I think it was either 20 or 25 yeah. Uh, what's Well, so, okay. Uh, we talked about this last week. We're going to talk about it again for just a second. Yeah. All the people that are like, oh, he's here now. Yeah. They thought that, that you weren't going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> because you get there so much later yeah, than yeah, everybody yeah. else. No, they're like, yeah. oh, sweet. Israel's not here. Look. And then you walk in and they're like, crap, dude. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get almost had it. <laughs> I'm going to give myself away, but I think you already know this, but I'm going to give myself away. If it's an event that I want to be at, 
I'll be there either on time or a little bit before. So you don't want to be at Friends Mr. Friendsgiving? I've told you this a thousand times. <laughs> no, I don't. Because <laughs> of everybody that, because of everybody that's there. And I tell you, I say, hey, Jeff, I'm not gonna go this year. <laughs> like, heck you are, you better go. I said, okay. That's why I show up super late. Well, if you show up on time, maybe everybody would stop hating you, dude. <laughs> No, I don't think that's going to stop. It would help because <laughs> then you'd be there when they got there. <laughs> I'd have to, uh, what is it, become a monk? Right? They're the ones that don't talk. Take a vow of silence. I, I, I said a vow of celibacy, but a vow of silence. <laughs> no, nah, that ship sailed, homie. <laughs> I'd have to take a vow of silence. A vow of silence. And then walk into that place. And take you, the vow of silence. You want to hear a, a real uh, a real bad joke about mon- monks? Yeah, do it right now. You want I don't know that? if you'll laugh or not, but I hope you do. Okay, here we go. So there was these Tibetan monks. Yeah. And uh, they were allowed to come out every year and say two words. Okay. And then they'd go back and they'd have to be silent for the rest of the year. Yeah. So the first year, this new monk comes out. He talks to like, the head monk and he's like, food bad. And he goes back. And a year later, he comes back. He's like, bed hard. And he goes back. And he comes back, and he's like, he's like, I leave. And the other guy goes, yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm not surprised. All you've done is complain since you got here. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> there was one. <laughs> there was one um, when Drew was younger he would tell a joke uh, well he didn't tell me this joke but he told Alex this joke and, and Alex, Alex told, told me joke, yeah. okay. but he was all like dude uh, Drew butchered a joke and I was like what was it and he goes he's all like <laughs> that he comes up to him right that Drew comes up to Alex and that he goes he's like hey why does uh uh, why does Peter Pan never land or something like that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, why does Peter Pan always fly? And then Alex <laughs> is like, because he never lands. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know the joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex is like, no, dude, you butchered it. You <laughs> just told me the, the punchline, joke. bro. <laughs> uh, why does Peter Pan never land, bro? <laughs> uh, Have I told you the story of the pink lady? No. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Yeah, I have. What? Have I not put you through that yet? I'm not putting our listeners through it. Okay. I'll tell it to you later. Yeah, yeah. Tell it to me later. Because <laughs> I think that joke that uh, that Peter Pan one goes. He's like, "Why does Peter Pan always fly?" Yeah. Because he never lands. Right. And so and it was just like. For those of you who have heard the Pink Lady story, uh, Israel's gonna hate his life later. I probably have, but I just can't remember it right now. <laughs> it's fine. Do we talk about a lot of stuff? So we do, but you would remember this. Yeah. You'd remember this one. I probably would have, yeah. Um anyway. We'll, we'll get it, off the air later and Does all. it fit my sense of humor? No. Oh, okay. It doesn't fit anybody's sense of humor. Oh, okay. It pisses people off and that's the point of it. Oh, okay. It's pretty great. That is true. It made Kate Hansard so angry one time he stopped talking to me for like two hours. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I told it while we were like driving around in uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. Great. Anyway, he was really mad at me. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it, dude. Uh, there was uh, when Alex Niffin was like, so I started going to the church when Alex was like six. Yeah. And she'd come down and like run around and play around in the in the youth room while we were all there hanging out. Yeah. 
And she gets up and she's like, I've got a joke, everybody. <laughs> we're like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, tell it. She's like, what does a snail say on a turtle's back? Like, what? I'm like, what? She's like, wee. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what do you call a snail on a ship? A snailer. I was like, dude, those are so stupid, but I love it. It's always the dumb ones that make dude, you laugh the most. Dumb jokes are great, bro. Yeah, dude. Like they're the ones that are like, oh, okay, like this is this is what it's like. Yeah. This is what it's like. Yeah, man. Because there's like uh those stupid K Pan ones. Oh, the K Pan puns? Yeah, the yeah. K Pan puns. There's like sometimes they're like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like <laughs> I'm not bro. laughing at the punchline. I'm laughing at how stupid it is, bro. I I busted up laughing one day at the bank because they they would bring those every day. Yeah, and I would always just read as fast as I could to get to the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> and read that pun. And the the funniest one, like I think the joke is generally a funny joke. Yeah, but it's like two goldfish were in a tank. One turned to the other one and said, "Can you drive this thing?" <laughs> And I genuinely think that that joke is hilarious. <laughs> there's, uh, there's one that I always get Jim to tell me. Um, is it about guns and Moses? No, no, no. There was one where, I, mean, I think Kate's the one that told me this one. Um, Kate Hanser is the one that told me this joke. And I was like, dude, that's that's the funniest joke ever. Where'd you, uh, like, where'd you hear it from? And then he goes, he's like, I heard it from Jim Murphy. And I was like, you serious? He's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to ask him. And so there was one Sunday I'd asked him to tell that joke. Yeah. And I was like, hey, like before we start practice, there's a joke that I hear that you tell. And he's like, okay, which one? And then like, I don't know exactly the specifics, but I know it, it talks about like a rose or something like that. Like mm -hmm. it's just like rose. And then he goes, which I still don't know the the joke in its entirety. And he's told me like three or four times. And every so time he told us a whole story me, to tell us that you knew this joke, but you don't even know the joke. Yeah, dude. God and dang it. Yeah, dude. dude. I know. Right. It sucks. But I'm saying it because like, <laughs> like in my mind, I think it's the funniest joke ever. Mm. Like, I just think it's an awesome joke. And he tells me every time. And I forget every time, every time. It must not be that good of a joke. It is. Cause I'm like beat red laughing, dude. <laughs> I, I, again, I turn full Asian dude. And I just start laughing. Cause I think it's the funniest joke ever. My favorite joke of all time, most people don't even think it's funny, but it's, uh, I think I've told it to you. It's like, but you have to say it with the, with the right accent, you gotta be like, what, what be a pirate's favorite letter? <laughs> and then everybody always says, what? Well, what do you think oh, of R? Like, yeah. Uh, and then the punchline is, ah, one would think it'd be the R, but it'd be the C. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Alex Melendrez told me that one time at Walmart, and it's the greatest joke that I've ever heard in my life, bro. I hate you so much. <laughs> you're a joke. God dang. Well, because oh, if you God. ask it with the right, like, if you ask it with the pirate's voice, or whatever, most yeah. people are like, "R." Yeah, and it's like ah, they one would think it'd be the R, <laughs> but it'd be the C. <laughs> it's, so it's the greatest joke of all time. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm sure, I'm for sure I've told you this one, or, like, what I plan on doing. Because you know how at Joel Osteen's church. Are you talking about when uh, when you have a daughter and she's going on her first date and you and I do the Reggie scene with him? Oh, no, we're for sure doing the Reggie <laughs> scene with him. 
but 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 it's not that one. It's it, uh, like when I get my chance to preach, like I'm gonna open up with a joke because that's just how I am, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then like one of the jokes, because there's a few of them, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the jokes is is um, there was this couple. Um, they walk into the restaurant. This elderly couple. They walk into the restaurant, and and uh, the waiter comes up and and he's noticing that they're dressed up real nice. They're celebrating an anniversary or whatnot. Yeah. You know, they're giving each other gifts. And then like they hear, he hears that the husband is calling his wife all these precious uh, terms of endearment, you know, mm-hmm. uh, honey, babe, you know, uh, my love and like all these sweet things, all these sweet things. And the waiter's just like impressed. Like yeah. He's all like, how could he be so in love with his wife after all these years still, you know? Yeah. And then, so the wife excuses herself. She gets up and the waiter takes this opportunity. He goes over there to the husband and he goes, he's like, sir, can I ask you something? He's like, yeah, what's up? And then he goes and um, asks him, he's like, how do you do it? And the man's like, how do I do what? And he's like, how do you stay so in love with your wife after all these years? And then he tells the waiter to lean in. And so the waiter leans in and then he goes, he's like, it's cause I can't remember her name. <laughs> You telling that joke made me remember, I think, uh, the Jim Murphy joke. Okay, go ahead. So there's this elderly couple that comes into a restaurant. And, uh, what? Hang on, I mean, I'll be in a restaurant. Anyway, this this elderly couple comes in and they're talking about this dish that they had at this restaurant. Yeah. And they're like, uh, uh, just talking about it. And, and the elderly man is like, gosh, dang it. It's like the best food I've ever had in my entire life. And like. He's just playing it up. It's like the, the, the prime rib was like so juicy and tasty and the mashed potatoes went ham and like all this different stuff. And so this, this person's like, well, I got to find out what this restaurant's called. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what, what's the restaurant called? And he goes, oh, uh, what's the name of that flower? It's got like, you know, it's like usually they're red. They got thorns on them. And he's like, uh, Rose. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Rose. What was the name of that restaurant? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was it. That was it. That was the joke. Oh, I love that joke. Oh my gosh, I love that joke. That's yeah. That's it. That one's the one. That's that's the key. Yeah. That's In the words of brother DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, another one. Another one. You played yourself. The key. The key. Dude, there's a stupid commercial that I was listening to today. Um, Cause if I'm either like the two things I'm listening to is either music or uh, YouTube videos okay, I at you. work. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, one of the commercials, I was buffing a car and so I really couldn't skip it. So I had to listen to it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm over there buffing the car and then all of a sudden it's a Geico commercial uh-huh. and most of them are funny. Most yeah, of them are sure. stupid, yeah, yeah. but this one had DJ Khaled in it. Right. Oh, good. And then he goes, he's all like, uh, um, the, is it like 15 minutes could save you 50% or more on car insurance or yeah, or yeah. whatever. He goes, he's like, it, it's as easy as having DJ Khaled uh, um, tell you how to brush your teeth. And he's like, Tim, in circle motions, that's how you get it. And so like the guy's just like doing circles the entire time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I was like, God dang, stupid DJ Khaled. I probably butchered the commercial, but it's freaking, probably. I thought it was funny for sure. Dude, Geico has the best commercials. They do. Like, that's one thing that streaming has taken away from the American life. Yeah. There's, like, awesome commercials that you have to watch. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like most of the longer commercials you can skip through on YouTube. They're only like they only make you watch the first ten seconds or whatever. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. I'm done with this stupid thing. Yeah. But like all the Budweiser commercials from when we were kids, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> the like <laughs> all those the Doritos commercials, all those stuff. Like. But what is that one? I don't have to watch commercials the, anymore because I'm streaming everything. Uh, what's what's that one about the kid? And and it's like this dude comes um, comes to this girl's house to go on a date, and uh, her son is playing the video game. And this is a recent one, or not too recent, but like at least within like the last maybe seven years, maybe. Okay. And so uh, the guy comes in to pick up his mom or whatever mm-hmm. um, to pick up the mom um, for their date. And then um, the kid has a bowl of Doritos out in front of him as he's eating, yeah. right? And he's playing his game. And the guy reaches out. He's like, hey, what's up, little man? Smacks his hand, right? The kid smacks the, the dude's hand. And then he's all like, keep your hands off my mama and keep your hands off my Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> that was a good one. My favorite ones were the the, the Santa Claus commercials. The uh, The Chevy Santa Claus ones. Oh, yeah. Well, there was one that was just like uh, the dude's looking at a Chevy pickup, right? And old St. Nick um, comes up uh, <laughs> next to him, and he's all like, it's a pretty nice truck, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect when I go do <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, when you go what? Oh, uh, he's saying deer hunting, <laughs> yeah. Deer hunting, yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Oh, gosh. But, Bro. Yeah, those commercials are funny. Yeah. I hate commercials so much, though. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Dude, I was watching uh, videos today, and, like, I would have to pause every once in a while because I'm like, all right, I wasted enough time. I need to go do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'd pause it, and then, like, then I'd restart the the, the video. Yeah. And it would have an ad. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, whatever. It's a, it's a video that makes money for this company, so that's fine. Whatever. It's only 15 seconds. So it finished that ad, and then it would start playing for like one second and then jump to another ad. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I get so mad about it. And it's like, it was like 53 was slight, ads, slightly inconvenienced for 10 seconds. Yeah, and I almost sure. lost my mind and threw my phone through the window. I hate it when, um, um, I hate it when I'm like having a jam session or a worship session and those commercials pop up. And they put it right in the middle of the right, song, bro. Right when it's getting good. Right when it's about it. Like, you're just feeling it, right? Yeah. Like, God is... It's like, put it at the beginning, like, bro. He just put his hand on you, right? Yeah. And he's about to begin to share the secrets and the mysteries of heaven to you, right? And you're just about to receive a word from God. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 15 minutes could save you 50% or more on car insurance. <laughs> or uh, the the stupid... Uh, um, what is it? Like, insurance or... Some insurance. Oh, they're all insurance commercials, man. And so, like, oh my gosh, dude! Like, there was one time I was listening to "This Is a Move" by Brandon Lake and Tasha Cobbs, right? The eleven-minute one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure most of you have, but if you haven't, go and listen to that song, right? And like, the whole song in general is good. It's a powerful song, but my favorite part is when they get to the towards the end of it, and it's Brandon Lake. Yeah. And and like Tasha Cobbs comes in and like um, she starts doing like a um, she comes in and starts ministering. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then the song that he does is like burn like a fire. Uh, what is it? Burn <laughs> like, like a fire, a blow like a wind. Yeah. Come Holy Spirit. We welcome you in. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's all he says. I've spent like at least the entire car ride from Friona to Hereford crying on just that one little yeah. part. Right. And today it was about to happen again. 
Like I'm listening to it and I'm, and I'm coming back home, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back home. I'm playing it and I just feel him, right? Like he's about to share the mysteries of heaven with me. Like he's about to reveal like new things. Like he, like he's about to speak things that, you know, that I've been praying about, you know, for a while now. And like, you know, tell them, like, tell me like they're coming to pass and whatnot. And I'm yeah. excited. And all of a sudden, right. As soon as you hear the burn, like a boom, 15 minutes could save you. Mm. So I was like, ah, no, <laughs> it's not. No, dude. No, dude. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, bro. That's why I stopped listening to Caleb too. Cause there was one time, cause they don't know how to do, they suck at DJing. They cut the, the music off on Caleb. No, 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 no. They oh, don't okay. cut it off, but they just suck at DJing. Like there was one time, um, um, they were playing Francesca's Battistelli's version oh, of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was balling, right? Like I was balling. I was like, please come up with a good song next, right? And it was Jeremy Camp. I was like, nope. <laughs> hey man, Jeremy Camp's not bad. Dude, his old stuff is good. Not yeah. uh, but his new stuff is trash. At least they didn't hit you with some Toby Mac after that. Huh? At least they didn't hit you with some Toby Mac yeah, after that. Yeah, for sure. No, but it was like Jeremy <laughs> Camp's new stuff, and Jeremy Camp's new stuff is trash. Great A garbage. I miss his old stuff, like off his uh like the Take You Back album. Oh yeah. Like that's where it's at. Like that's that's his good stuff. Not the new stuff he comes out Bro, with. Jeremy Camp was like insanely famous when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It was like, and this was back when Air One was playing more. Um, like when I was in high school, Air One was created, I think. And it's it's owned by the same company as K-Love. Yeah. But they were like the alternative Christian music. So you'd hear stuff like, uh, <clears throat> you'd hear more. Like what like is it? red was on there oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. and then uh, like they even played like Five Iron Frenzy and MXPX like in their early really? early days. <laughs> um, but but now it's nothing but worship. But like that was right when Jeremy Camp was becoming super famous. Yeah, and so it was like if I switched, I was like I don't want to hear a Jeremy Camp song, so I'd switch it from Air One to to Caleb, and I'd hear a freaking Jeremy Camp song over there too. And it's like guys. He's not the only Christian artist, bro. Yeah. We don't have to hear six Jeremy Camp songs an hour, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me some other, give me some t- some thousand foot crutch over here. Like, I remember when. FM static. Uh, like, growing up, we didn't know about K-Love or Air One or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was always like Marcos Wed, Marcos Barrientos. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, Jesus, Adrian On Romero. cassette tapes. Yeah. And so, like, when we got to the panhandle is when we were introduced to K-Love, right? Yeah. And so the first song that I remember hearing from Caleb is is by Avalon. Ooh. The, For as long as I shall live, I will testify to love. I'll be the witness in the silences when words are not enough. Yeah. And with every breath I take. Right? Okay. So that was the first song it's I ever heard. To above. For as long as I shall live, I will testify to love. That was like my favorite song. Like, like <laughs> out of all the songs that they would play. Testify. That was always my favorite All song. Of my life, I'll testify. And then, like, like I remember there was one song besides like the "Take You Back" stuff that uh, yeah. um, that he would do, uh, like the song "Beautiful One." Oh, Beautiful yeah. one, I love, dude. He murked that song. I love yeah. that. I-, I love his version of That's it. That's a great song. Yeah. Um, um, there was another one. Uh, the "You Are Worthy of My Praise," like his rock version of it. Mm-hmm. I will give you all my worship. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we'll give, and, he, and he starts to real like his, uh, like I guess his mic is auto tuned at the mm-hmm. beginning. You alone, I long to worship. Boom, you alone are worthy. I was like, ah, let's go. Like, yeah, that, that was a sweet version. It's pretty great. Yeah, and then like he just started sucking. 
real hard. <laughs> Sucking straight up booty cheeks with his new stuff he has out. Like I remember, dude. I can't even tell you. I haven't listened to a single no, Jeremy Camp dude, song no, in years. Never. Well, that's not true because I'll go and listen to his old stuff every once in a while. Well, like see, when we like, talk about even, him, yeah. I'll go listen to like "Take You Back" or I haven't listened to uh, um, to any of his old stuff. Even like like now, like after we finish, mm-hmm. I probably won't listen to it. No, for sure. But but like yeah, like old school Jeremy Camp was beast, bro. So I was telling you about this earlier. But anybody that's listening to this that is a fan of Shane and Shane, uh, they released a an album called Vintage, and it's just like old school worship songs that nobody plays anymore. But Shane and Shane goes ham on. Yeah. And so uh, I was telling Israel that we were like, there was a group of us sitting there listening to uh, listening to the album the other night and they do breathe. Yeah. Uh, the Rebecca St. James or Michael W. Smith, whichever one. Whichever I don't know, I don't know who recorded it first, but, yeah, but this is the air I breathe. I heard it from uh, Mike Dub. From what? Mike from Dub? Mike is that what you said? Okay. Yeah. I thought you said Mike Dub. I was yeah, like, no, no, not from Mike Dub. Who was it, dude? Was it Marshawn Lattimore? From Mike Dub Smith. <laughs> uh, but like the last, the last time through their the chorus on that song, the um, I I'm lost without you, and then they go into yearn, which is like one of the greatest Chain and Chain songs of all time, and like we're all sitting there, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh, I'm lost without you, I want to yearn, and we're like, what? <laughs> I want to yearn. Yeah, like five of For us or five or six of us in the room are like. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> they transitioned perfect. Dude, it was amazing. Dude, that breathe song. Dude, oh that song. That song will wreck you. Dude, it it does every time. But like, for sure, when they went into yearn yeah. after that, I when was you like, were done. Uh, you were done. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Gigi, thank you. <laughs> there were like, um, I think when um, we had our night of worship here, mm-hmm. um. And, or no, no, no. This was before. Uh, there was like two Sundays where uh, where I was off in October, right? Yeah. Two Sundays where I didn't play at all. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And so um, I for sure took advantage of those to just worship and go ham. But on one of those Sundays was that Sunday that uh, Deus Church had. had believers that, meeting? Yeah. Uh, um, the believers meeting. That morning, right? That morning. And I think I've shared this with you. But yeah. that morning... Uh, Jim and Rhonda played Breathe. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Like, I'm talking about full-blown, ugly crying, like, just to, like, like, dude, and I guess I was battling with a lot of stuff. And so when I got there, I, like, I was like, all right, whatever. Like, this is yeah. me. Here I am. And, and like, as soon as I knelt down, like, as soon as they started playing that song, right, this is the air I breathe, I was like... <laughs> And I was like, nope, this is the air I breathe. And I'm still trying to fight it. And I'm like, nope, you're very weird. Right. And as soon as they get to the chorus and I, I drop to the altar. Like I just go to the <laughs> altar and I just drop like hands and knees. Like I'm just like face down crying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was just, oh my gosh, dude. Heck like yeah, he dude. wrecked me, dude. Wrecked me, wrecked me. That, that song gets me every time that one. And, uh, and when we do, uh, um, cause Jim and Rhonda do worthy is the lamb still. Mm. Um, and they do it for Easter. Oh, okay. And I don't know what it is about that song. That song gets me too. Like, 
Worthy is the Lamb seated on the throne. I crown you now with. Dude, as soon as we get to that part, I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, it gets me every single time. Yeah, dude. And those two are the songs that once we leave worship or church, they're on repeat in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, if I go somewhere, like either to Clovis, Hereford, or whatever, well, now, I mean, I just come straight home. Mm -hmm. But, like, Whenever we had the option to go places, yeah, <laughs> the, that was all I was bumping in the car. If we ever played those songs, like I remember, we did a night of worship on a Friday, or um, for a Good Friday, we did a night of worship, and I was going to Hereford to go pick up some pizza, and I was going, and we were going to eat it at Mom's or whatever, and but as we're driving there, Worthy as the Lamb was on repeat. Still, I was still bawling <laughs> on the way up there. I was crying, Heck crying. Yeah. Like ugly, ugly girl crying. Nice, a Kim K crying, bro. Yeah, dude, like Kim K crying, and like I was just like, dude, like, and like the song that does it for me now. Um, besides those two, like even when I listen to them, I still get all choked up. But the one that does it now is is uh, is Refiner by Maverick City, mm. and that song always comes on whenever like I'm at a point where it's just like, like, uh, like God, what am I doing here? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like what am I doing? And and <clears throat> and it's just like as soon as you hear that, uh, you're a fire, the refiner. I wanna be consumed, right? And it gets to the chorus. I wanna be tried by fire, purified. You take whatever you desire, Lord. Here's my life. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I lose it every time. <laughs> every time. And I'm like, you know what, God? I don't even know what to pray for. This is what I'm praying to you. Yeah. This is it. This, this is all I'm asking you to do. Heck yeah. I want to be tried. And dude, and it just happens and I start bawling and it, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that song gets me every time, dude. So, dude, heck yeah. If you haven't, Refiner by Maverick City, by Maverick Music. City Music is the team. That's, uh, that's Stephanie and, and, uh, Channel or um, something, right? Is it Channel? Okay, I, I thought I thought maybe it was another. Uh, is it Dwayne Bow? No, he does a song. Is that his you name? Though? Me. Okay. Uh, no, Dante, right? Dante Bow. Yeah, Dwayne Bow's the wide, the wide receiver. receiver. I always get them mixed up, dude. <laughs> Dante Bow. Yeah, but he does some really good songs too. Um, so I figured out this weekend that I'm I'm uh, in agreement with you that I don't like rattle. Oh yeah, you and texted know, me that. I know exactly why I don't like it. Why? Because the timing in the chorus is stupid. <laughs> like I just don't like the timing of it. Yeah. Because uh, what is it? Uh, I don't remember how it goes anymore. Our reasonings are different, but okay. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you hate the song though. You know, I don't I don't hate it. It's just like it doesn't. F- like I like the words to it because I would a, never play it on a Sunday. Yeah. Nor would I play it on a set list if I was doing <laughs> in, 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 like any other event. Yeah. Like I love the the words to it and the the message behind it because it's all Ezekiel thirty seven. It's great. Yeah. But like on the bridge, it feels like there should be another beat before they come in on the uh, second part of the or the not the bridge of the course. Like anyway, it feels like there should be an extra beat in there, and they come in, and it feels like it's early and rushed. Because I was listening to Messiah's House do it, and I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to go listen and oh, see what like, elevation this does. This is the sound of a dry bones rattling. This is the sound of a dead man. Make a dead man walk again. And it feels like there should be one more beat before they go into the next part. Yeah. 
I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the anyway. But they go to that part. It feels like there should be one more beat. And it like it threw me off so hard. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm gonna go listen to this on like the actual recording. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, he's playing it exactly how they do it. I was like, y'all wrote this song wrong for sure. (laughs) It's funny. It's always the songs you hate that you know the best. Me and my (laughs) infinite wisdom of songwriting. Yeah. You wrote this wrong. <laughs> Dude, I hate when people do that. And I know, I think it's you and somebody else that like when I judge a song, there's like, oh, like how many Grammys do you have? And I'm like, or like how many songs have you written? And I'm like, who cares? No, I don't, I don't come after you whenever you, whenever you like judge a song. Cause I judge songs too. Like yeah. when you full, like full stop hate somebody yeah. that is extremely successful. I'm like, dude, seriously, why? <laughs> like. Your opinion of their life matters so much. (laughs) (laughs) But no, because obviously we've had multiple discussions about songs we don't like on this here podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. But. No, yeah. I mean. Sasuke. I started writing a song this morning. Hey, let's go. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. I don't even know if I remember how it goes because I didn't record it. It's okay. Friends, if you write songs, if you're a songwriter. It's good to record. And you have an idea. Throw that in an a in an audio file on your phone, yeah. and make sure that you can remember how it sounded or what it is. Yeah. I know the chord structure. Hey, let's go. And I know what chapter of the Bible I was reading when I was writing it, but hey, I don't remember go. how I was singing it anymore. Yeah. And the Lord will reveal hopefully you. reveal to me all of His magistrates on high. Mm. And level <laughs> levels and realms of glory. You've levels never and seen. realms of glory that I've ever seen in my whole that entire. Never seen before. Yeah. That's yeah, good. dude. That's good. Oh, because I was reading Isaiah fifty one this morning. Yeah, like I was reading out of the pat out of the Passion at first, and then uh, and then I started reading it in the ESV, and I was like, dude, there's so much in this stinging chapter that's so good. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I've ever read Isaiah fifty one until today. I'm sure I have, but I don't remember it until. Yeah. And then like just parts of it were just like catching on my heartstrings real hard this morning. Yeah, it was like, let me pull out my trusty sword here. Hey, always be sure you have your handy dandy sword. So there's a scripture in the middle of it. That like, uh, says the sound. Dang it, dude. Now I got that song. Ha. Ha ha. Now I've got it. But so there's this, this, this little portion here in the middle. So like it starts off with one part and then it goes to like a prayer. So like the people talking to God, like awake, awake, oh strong arm of the Lord. Yeah. Like, or wasn't it you that delivered us from, from the Red Sea? Wasn't it you who like slew the, the sea creature and the dragon? And like, wasn't it you who did all these things for us? It's time for you to do it again. Yeah. And then God's like, I, even I am he who, who did all these things. And, and, uh, like, uh, so this is the, the end of that, that first portion of them talking to God. And it's like, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy. And then this part, just like, I don't know why it messed me up, but it was like, it hit me really hard this morning. It was like, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Mm. I was like, dude, that's so good. <laughs> it's like, we're going to come back and we're going to come back into Zion. We're going to like be delivered from all these, these evils and these things that we're facing and whatnot. And, uh, and sorrow and sighing are going to flee from us. Like yep. they're going to be gone because of how good God is. Yeah. And I was just like, golly, dude, that's so awesome. 
Like, and it's just them reminding God, like, wasn't it you who parted the sea for us and allowed us to walk on dry ground? Wasn't it you who did all these things for us? And then it's like, and because we know that, we also know that we're going to be coming home. And when we come home, we're going to be full of joy and and peace and and all these things. And also sorrow and sighing are going to be, they're going to flee from us. Like they're not going to have any place with us. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Let's go. Please, Jesus, I need that so much right right now. now, I need that my whole my whole entire life right now. I need for sighing and sorrow to be gone from me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Times ten, yeah. And like, uh, I don't know if any of you on the uh any of you listeners out there just uh need to to hear that today. Um but if you do, if you do need to hear that the today, tonight, this, this morning, whatever time you're listening to it, just understand that he is the one. Oh yeah. He is the one that, that part of the Red Sea, he is the one that, that slew the sea creature and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. dealt with the dragon. And he is the one that has made a way where there wasn't a way yeah. and he'll do it again. And eventually you're going to be able to come home and you're going to be walking in joy and, and rejoicing and singing and dancing and sorrow and sighing are going to flee from you. And, uh, I don't know, man, it was just like a sweet moment this morning Yeah, where I was just like, cause I do that Walmart parking lot deal. Yeah. And I didn't get there as early as I was going to get there this morning. Um, but I got there early enough to where I had dead space between that and pastor's group today. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I might as well just you know, read the Bible or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So I made some coffee and I sat there and and I was looking at that and I was like, where do I want to read? And I, um, I grabbed my passion translation of Isaiah, just single book by itself. And I was reading that and I was like, that's so good. Like there's so much in scripture that like, I mean, I've been in ministry for like 12 years. Yeah. Um, and I've read a bunch of scripture in my life and there's so many things that like, I just don't go back and revisit or, you know, it was like alive, not, not that it's not alive anymore, but like it was so alive in my life at one point that, um, that I would cling to it so hard. And then there's times where I just let it go and I'm on something else or whatever. Yeah. But that felt like it was a fresh brand new thing this morning where I was like, dude, (laughs) More than anything right now, that's what I want. Yeah. It's like, I mean. For sorrow and sighing. Yeah, sorrow and sighing to be fleeing from me. Yeah. Um, And like, I mean, I know you can relate to that. So, but. Uh, And like, uh, right now, like I think where some of us are, because I know this is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, uh, I can't speak for everybody, but I know there's probably some of them that are like me right now. I think our... Our problem is we uh, we know that that's what he can do. Yeah. That that's who he is, mm-hmm. right? But our patience is at an all-time low. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think it is. Our patience is at an all-time low. Um, we want what he has for us, and we know what he... Because there's sometimes where we know already what he's going to give us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we want it so bad right now. Yeah. That... That if we do get it now, it may kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it may kill what's going on, and it and the best way I can uh, um, relate it is is to a meal. If you spend your time cooking it right, 
is going to come out perfect. Yeah. That meal is going to come out great. Yeah. But if you stick it in the microwave, it's not going to come out that good. No, it's not going to be nearly as good. And sometimes we want, uh, we're a microwave generation mm-hmm. and, and, and we want it now. Yeah. And, and uh, we want it in three minutes. And there's, and what sucks sometimes is that there's things that begin to happen that lead you to believe that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. There's things that happen, doors that open, um, opportunities that open themselves up that lead you to believe that they're coming and that they're at your doorstep and that mm-hmm. if you open in that door, that thing or- like I'm going to walk right yeah, into Yeah, you're going to walk yeah. right into it, whether, no matter what it is, ministry, uh, relationships, um, financial breakthrough, like no matter what it is, you feel like like there's signs and tales that, that point to it's coming now. Yeah. And it just feels like a booby trap. Yeah. And just to let you know your meal's not ready yet. Yeah. That's all it is. Your meal's not still ready cooking, yet. Man. It's still cooking. Yeah. And and when it finishes, I promise it'll be the greatest thing you've ever ate in your life. Be much better than if it'll you pulled be it much out. Much better. Pull yep. it out half half baked. Yep. A cu- a cake that's still like real doughy, not even doughy in, in the middle. middle. Yeah, it's just, just like <laughs> yeah, no. Like No. Let that thing cook. Mhm. And I know it sucks because you want it now. And I know it's 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 like like and I know like right now you feel it because you know it. Like you know that that thing is supposed to be yours. Yeah. Like that thing is mine. It's mine. I know it. I feel mm-hmm. it. I know it's mine. And but if you get it now, it might kill you or you might kill it. Yeah. You may you may not be ready to handle. You may not be ready to handle the, it yet. The the office or whatever you want to call it. Like you, you just may not have the necessary tools to handle that kind of a thing that's coming your way. And yeah. cause I can tell you right now, if I like when I was in my early twenties, if I would have been, you know, getting the revelation, not even getting the revelation, but getting the teaching that I've had over the last like four or five years when yeah. I was like 21, there's no way I would have been able to handle that. I would have, I would have like ruined the, the entirety of it. And, uh, and so it's like, yeah, there's just certain things that, that take time Mm -hmm. and God is not in a hurry because he's outside of time. He's ordained everything to happen and whatnot, but it's, it's also, it's just like, man, God, I really wish like, yes, like, please, man, like, come on, like you know it and I know it because you gave it to me or because you've shown me like we both know it. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. Like, what? come on now. He's we like, I'm giving you it. a glimpse of the glory that's coming, but I'm not going to show you the full picture. Yeah. It's like, gosh, dang it, God. I wish yeah. you wouldn't even show me a glimpse, bro. <laughs> and so with that, with that, I feel comes self, um, self-inflicting wounds in the sense mm-hmm. of the sorrow and the sign. Yeah. I think that's where your sorrow and your sign has come. Not you. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, maybe I mean, you, I mean, I don't know if I'm speaking to you or not, but, but if you're listening and you just heard that. I do hope that gave you encouragement, but I want you to know that you and I both know that he can take it away. Yeah. Like we both know that he can take sorrow and sighing away right now, but it's self-inflicting sorrow and sighing. Mm-hmm. And if you just wait, if you just be patient, yeah. be still, if you just wait, then that meal, that blessing, that thing that you've been waiting on, is going to be so much, so much sweeter, so much better. Yeah. Again, no matter what it may be, 
Yeah. Um, a job, uh, a ministry, uh, financial breakthrough, a relationship, like no matter what it may be, like if you just wait a while Mm -hmm. and it may not even be forever. Yeah. You just got to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it may not like it probably be like, let's say you want it now, but that certain thing that you've been praying for is coming three months from now or six months from now. Right. You got to be patient. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to be ready, but sometimes, yeah, you got to be patient. Excuse but you me. also got to be ready too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But like, it just feels like forever because you're putting it in your own mind that it's going to take forever. Yeah. But you don't know that. No. He knows that. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you have to calm yourself down. You have to calm yourself down and you have to talk yourself through it that yes, that is going to be yours. That is yours. I promise you that's yours or else he wouldn't have shown you. Yeah. Or else you wouldn't have seen some of the things that you've seen play out. Mm-hmm. Or else he wouldn't have, like, gave you little snippets of what it might be like. Yeah. So you know it's yours. He knows it's yours. Yeah. But. But it's not time yet. It's, it's not time yet. <laughs> it's not time yet, people. It's not time yet. Yeah. Because he is willing and able. Well, and it's, I preached. <clears throat> I preached this Sunday at the Presbyterian Church in Hereford, and go? uh, it was good. Um, it was weird. Like half the congregation was wearing masks, and then <laughs> one guy, what did you one guy him to didn't, wear? one guy didn't have his mask on, and then he put it on in the middle of worship. Like yeah. and it was just weird. It was like, okay, I mean, that's cool. I don't care if you wear a mask or not, but está bien lo que tú quieras. What I, I preached out of Romans eight. Yeah. Um, and I sent you that text yeah. <laughs> the other day. I was like, dude, they don't even know what they're they're getting into sending yeah. me this scripture to preach out of. But it was like, and we covered it, I don't know, two weeks ago or something where we were talking about, you know, neither height nor depth nor angels or demons or principalities, yeah. or powers of darkness and Separated all this stuff. From from the and, and, uh, and he covers nor, pre- nor things present or things to come will separate us from the love of God. And we talked about the past. Yeah. And it's like the enemy wants us to be locked in our past forever. Yeah. Like he never wants us to move forward and move past what was happening yesterday. And so a lot of the struggle in my life has been over looking back on the night, like over the last year and seeing where things went wrong in the relationship and like how I could have salvaged it or how I could have done things differently. If I had another chance, what could have happened or how, how could have thing, like how could things have, have operated differently? And uh, the enemy wants me to stay there forever. Yeah. He wants me to always be looking backwards at what happened yesterday and beating myself up over the fact that it didn't work out how I, how I thought it was going to. Yeah. That, you know, I thought that this was the, the relationship. I thought it yeah. was her. And I was like fully prepared for that to be her. But um, ultimately it wasn't. Yeah. And so like the sorrow and sighing that I'm like walking through in this season is strictly based off of me living in yesterday. Yeah. And never looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. And uh it was like I told a, a story at the beginning, it's actually Pastor Wayne's story, but he tells a story of of when he was a pastor in East Texas. This uh member of his church just gave him like a little corner of a field to plant a garden in one year one summer. Yeah. And it did really well. Like it did so well that he gave him more land the next year. Yeah. And he just kept expanding this this garden. And eventually he's like got 
two or three acres that he's planting on every summer. Yeah. And so, and it may have even been more than that, but the guy gives him a tractor to like till and cultivate the land. Yeah. And so Wayne is, is running the tractor and he thinks he's doing just a bang up job, just crushing it. And the guy shows up and he's like, rows are a little crooked there, Wayne. And it's because while Wayne was, was plowing, he was looking behind himself the entire time. Mm. And so he was making, they looked straight to him while he was looking backwards. But when somebody comes up, it's like, those are not straight lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like obvious <laughs> that they're not straight lines They're they're going like S shapes and all yeah. kinds of stuff. And so for the, for the rest of the time that Wayne was at that church, and I think until that particular man passed away, Wayne was pastor crooked row. He was, that was his nickname forever. Yeah. And he uses that to teach us, like, to tell just a, a simple lesson of, like, you can't look behind yourself and expect things in front of you to, like, to manifest in the way you're supposed to. Yep. And, like, if you if you keep your face forward and you keep, like, walking towards the, the goal, yep. keep your, your mind, your thoughts, your affection on the things above and, and, and on Christ and, and what's going on in front of you, then the things behind you are going to line up where they're supposed to. Yep. But if you're focused on where the things are, are lining up behind you and you're not focused on what's coming in front of you, like it's going to make yesterday look like crap too. Yeah. And it, and it's going to rob you of the joys of right now. Yeah. Like I can't live peaceably in today if I'm always constantly focused on how things fell apart last year. Yeah. Like I'll never be able to move forward if I'm always looking behind myself and like second guessing and, and um, questioning how things should have gone or didn't go or would have gone. And I mean, it's not even just last year. I mean, I'll, I'll reminisce back on 10 years ago and think about the things that I should have done differently to make today better than it is. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you have no idea what changing something 10 years ago could do to the future, like in a negative sense, you yeah. know, the whole butterfly effect thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like, there's a reason we can't go and revisit the past. Like there's a reason that we're not allowed to go back and change things that happened in the past. Yeah. And it's like, we're, it's not, we're not meant to live then we're, we're supposed to live today. Yeah. It's like, that's what Jesus is talking about. In Matthew chapter six, when he's like, tomorrow has worries of its own. Yeah. Like yesterday's already, already happened. Today is all we have. Yeah. And so, you know, stop worrying about what's coming and stop worrying about what had happened. Like yeah. worry about what's going on right now. Yeah. And like, eventually you'll be walking alongside of, uh, of what you're supposed to be walking alongside of. And you'll walk into the things that you're supposed to walk into. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, man, like, just being a hundred percent like open and honest with my own self is like the things that I think that I'm supposed to be walking towards the things that I think I'm supposed to be walking in. I'm not prepared for because I haven't put the work in. Yeah. Like I haven't personally put the work in to have a platform that I want to have or have the ministry that I want to have or have the connections that I want to have. Cause I wouldn't know how to handle them yeah. if, if I did get them. And so God, I think, um, sometimes like, we're our own worst enemies. Yeah. It's like, you know, self-deprecating and, and like self-inflicted wounds of, well, I'm sad and I'm depressed. So I'm going to, you know, indulge in this thing that I indulge in when I'm sad or depressed, or I'm going to listen to this music because I'm sad and depressed, or I'm going to yeah. talk to my friend about why I'm sad and depressed instead of being like, all right, God, this sucks. And I don't know how to get out of it. So I need you. Yeah. Like I got to have you. Cause if I don't have you, then I'm never going to make it out anyway. Mm -hmm. And pressing into him. And so, I mean, that's something I fall into all the time is like, yeah. I'm going to go revisit these songs that make me feel a certain way. Um, because for some reason 
like feeling sad and lonely makes me feel better in my mind, which yeah. obviously doesn't work. No. Like it's the stupidest thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh man, I'm so sad and I'm so lonely and I'm so depressed. Let me listen to these songs that are just going to perpetuate this cycle for another day. Yeah. <laughs> like listening to, uh, what is it? Uh, listening to 45 by Shinedown. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've caught myself there a few yeah. times. And or, I'm staring down the barrel of a 45. <laughs> uh, but, and, and I think that there are, and, and I'm not trying to come down on anybody who's doing that because I just, I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah. But, and I think there are seasons where it's okay to grieve and mourn over something that you lost. Yeah. Like it's okay to go through a season of grief and a season of mourning, but you don't need to make that your lifestyle. Like that's dangerous. Yeah. And, and if you do that, then you're never going to get better and you're never going to move forward. You're never yeah. going to be able to see the the light at the end of the tunnel. You're never going to be able to see the other side of, of the hill or whatever. Yeah. So just be encouraged that like your meal is still being prepared. Yeah. It's yours. Just because you don't have it yet doesn't mean that it's not coming. It's yours, I promise you. It's yours. That 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 thing, that person, that like, it's yours. I promise you. It's just it's just not ready yet. Yeah. It's just not you know fully cooked. Yeah, it just takes time. Like I mean, a a gourmet meal is going to take a lot longer than McDonald's does. Yeah. Like, but what tastes better, um, the gourmet or McDonald's? Yeah, no. I mean, come on. Not even close. So, uh. We just live in a fast world, dude. And, we and, do, and we want everything now. And nobody knows how to be patient. And nobody knows how to be patient. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. And it it's cause for self inflicting wounds. Mm -hmm. And so, like, just be sure to like look back, to 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 reflect, to kind of self evaluate, and be like, is this a self inflicting wound or is it like a legitimate wound? Yeah. If it's a self inflicting wound, well then. Um, yeah, like he's still God. And yeah. And and you're just the one causing your own pain. Yeah. If it's not a self-inflicting wound, he's still God mm -hmm. and he's right there in the fire with you. Yeah. So, yeah, he's close to you. And so you just got to hold on. You just you just got to be patient, you know. I'll say this, uh 15 more minutes. How about that? Just give me 15 more minutes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just give him 15 more minutes. And then give him another 15 more minutes. And then give him another 15 <laughs> more minutes. Um, and that 15 more minutes, take it however you want to. You know? So, like, but, like, for the most part, like, just be encouraged, you know? Because for me, it's not, you know, necessarily, because I'm over, because I'm over what happened. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Because cause that kitten drowned in the river. Like, I know <laughs> there's no shot. Yeah. There's no chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. And I mean, so like I've come I know that same thing, but I still Yeah. <laughs> and so like I've come to grips with that. And yeah. so like I've come to be okay with it. But I'm thankful for it because it taught me how to treat the next one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for it sure. taught me how to do things right the next turn. Yeah. And so now I'm looking ahead to the next one now. Mhm. Mm and I'm ready for it. Yeah. And so um and that's another thing. Maybe you're ready for it, but the thing isn't ready for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that certain place or that certain person or thing isn't ready for you yet. You may be ready for it. Yeah. But that 
something isn't ready for you yet. And so just be encouraged that it's being cooked to be made yeah. just right just for you. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, like um, there in that aspect, and like, like for me, it's just like what's coming. I see it mm-hmm. and I want it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like I see it. Like I know it's mine. Yeah. Like I know it's mine. It has my name on it. You know? Like that miracle has my name on it. Yeah. That blessing has my name just on it. for you. Yeah. <laughs> like I see my name on it. Heck yeah. And and I know it's mine. Like I know it is. Like it belongs to me. And it sounds so like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like um, uh, cocky or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But like that thing and that person, the, those are mine. Yeah. Like I know they're mine. And so, but they're just not ready for me yet. Yeah. I may be ready for them, but they're they're not ready for me. Yeah. And that's fine. Just just continue to allow him to yeah. to uh, prepare you because yeah. I mean, even as ready as you are, like he can always work out a few more things in your life oh, that yeah. you need to be worked out oh, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And uh that's that's one of the things like one of the and I used to hate it and I don't know why I hated it so much, but I guess it's because of the season that I was in in my life. Yeah. But most of the things like if I ever type out a really long post on Facebook, yeah. I can almost guarantee you how I'm going to end it. The best is yet to come. Yeah. I used to hate that. Um, because JC Jennings at YFN, yeah, uh, had the entire like YFN repeating that and shouting that in 2007. Yeah. I was in a broken spot in the summer of 2007. Yeah. I was not okay. And so for him to keep saying the best is yet to come over and over and over and over while I was sitting in far distant and stupid. Yeah. While I was sitting in the, in the, I, I wasn't attending YFN, but they would let us go and sit in on the, the, uh, um, speakers. Yeah. And so he was always like, the best is yet to come. And I'm like, freaking best is yet to come. Are you kidding me? This is stupid. Life is yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. This is the dumbest season I've ever been yeah, in. Yeah. And, uh, but it's true. Like, I'll, I'll end it the exact same way. I'll say that your best days are not behind you. They are before you. Yeah. The best is yet to come. Yeah. The enemy wants you to believe that yesterday was so much better than you can ever experience again. Yeah. And he wants you, he wants to keep you trapped there. That's why there's so many dudes like who will sit around for hours and hours and hours rehashing the glory days of when they were on the football team and they could throw a, a pigskin a quarter mile. Yeah. And it's like, cause the enemy has them trapped yeah. in what happened Instead yeah. of like, instead of them enjoying what's happening, yeah. they only will ever be um, in a place of, of peace and rest and joy when they're talking about what happened. Yeah. Instead of being like, golly, man, this is incredible. Like what's happening today is so much better than what happened yesterday. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to see that because I understand walking through broken seasons sucks. Yeah. Walking through seasons with loss is terrible. And, you know, walking through seasons of financial difficulty, which is a lot of us right now, um, it's really tough, but don't give up. The best is yet to come. Tomorrow is, is, is ripe to be a better day than today was. Tomorrow has all the, um, all the things built into it to be incredible. And a lot of it has to do with our attitude and how we walk into it, man. Dude, today, (laughs) oh. I don't know. I guess it's because of, of what I preached on Sunday, but it's like I've been 
I've been trying really, really hard not to be retrospective about all of those things Yeah. and trying not to think about her and, and to keep that relationship out of my head or whatever. Yeah. And so today I'm, I'm like, uh, sweeping the parking lot at Walmart, getting the trash, all the freaking cigarette butts and everything. It was disgusting today. It was ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) And I'm listening to that Shane and Shane album. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what I really want to listen to? Some like early two thousands Hillsong fast songs, like best friend and like Jesus, uh, yeah. <laughs> you are my best friend. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, King of Majesty King and of Majesty. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, the the one that I really really wanted to hear was uh, Free. If I had wings, I could fly. Cause all that I need, you are. And so I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm listening to all these songs, like sweeping this trash, just like freaking jamming out the entire day dude yeah and so then uh like that set the mood for the rest of the day yeah. i was like i'm i'm listening to these old songs and also i have an opinion uh-huh. like playing drums for hillsong or hillsong united in like 2000 to 2007 is would be would have been way more fun to play than to play drums for them right now yeah because of all those songs like they were kind of cheesy like god is great and and all these different songs that they had they were kind of cheesy but like those drummers went ham, bro. Dude, dude, they went hard for sure. They went hard for sure. No, that's why uh, you're talking about early 2000 Hillsong. That's mm-hmm. why I guess for me, that's why Refiner means so much. Yeah. Because it's just like, as much as I'm ready for it, uh, like I could still be sanded down in some edges. Like I could still be burned yeah. up. You yeah, know, yeah. that there's some things inside of me that could still be burned up. Because though I may not act like it sometimes in the way I talk on here, um, I do want to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. You know? For sure. And so, and so, like, when stuff like that happens, I guess that's why Refiner means so much to me. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, when I'm in those moments, it's just like, yes, purify me. Yeah. Right? I want to be tried by fire. Purified. Right? You take whatever you desire. Lord, here's Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. I don't have anything else to give you because you own it all. I I, I have nothing else to offer you. I have nothing else to give you. Here's my life. Make it into what you want it to be. Come on. And, and that's why like, that's why that song means so much. That's Mm -hmm. why I can sit there and listen to that song for like the entire eight hours that I'm at work (laughs) because it just is, is just, is just so real to me right now. Yeah. It's just so real right now in this season that I'm in because I see those things coming my way and because I know that they are for me, but they're not for me right now. Mm-hmm. It burns it up inside of me yeah. and I don't know what to do. And it's, in, it's, it's in those moments that I'm just like, okay, here, yeah, here, just refine me, refine me, man. Make me better. Mm-hmm. Make me better than I was yesterday. Make me better than I was two weeks ago. Yeah. Make me better than I was, you know, just make me better. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you may be ready for it, just like you said, but there's still some stuff that could be done in you. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the case, awesome. Make me better. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it may be one of those things where it's like, I think that I'm ready for it, but God's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. He's like, no, you have no idea what I have in store for you. Yeah. And if you walk into it how you are right now, uh, it's not going to go well. Yeah. It's like, there's a reason that they don't allow high school players to go straight from high school to the NFL. Yeah. Like 
basketball players, baseball players, it's easy. They have they have a much easier shot of going in, but a 30-year-old man just straight pile driving an 18-year-old is not right going to look good. Think about dude. it. What, what an 18-year-old right now in high school probably weighs about a buck 60, a buck Yeah, depending. I'm a buck um 70. Yeah. Right? A 300-pound man <laughs> or a dude that weighs like 250, 250 and is all straight up muscle like, yeah, and can run faster than you is gunning at you. 1% body fat or yeah, whatever. Uh, is just gunning at you mm-hmm. and will knock you out. Yeah. You think you're ready for that? Oh, no. man. No. no, homie. You're nope. not. Nope. And there are some dudes like after their freshman and sophomore year of college, it's like, yeah, I think they could come out, but there's a reason they have to play three. Yeah. Like they got to get ready physically to go they in there and, and, and be manhandled. Yeah. Like because – NFL players are not, they're not boys. Nope. That's men. Those are grown men Those are right men there. going into battle every Those week. Those are grown men. And uh, if you go straight from, if you went straight from Whiteface Field to to Jerry World. Yeah, nope. You wouldn't, you wouldn't you last, get buddy. You'd up and spit out, man. Like, as, as tough as Seth Dixon was, there's no chance that he stood a shot in the NFL no if chance. he went the year after he graduated high school. Yeah. Like, there's no way. I mean, because it's easier to spot up a Jay on on 260 LeBron James than it is to yeah. be hit by him. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's easier. Let's just be realistic it's like, here. Yeah, it's way easier to, to, to you know, do a spot up three or whatever. And yeah, then, like if you're gifted be, enough to be just, hit coming across the middle by Derwin James. Like, if you're gifted <laughs> enough to just, if you're gifted enough just to sit at the three and just yeah. spot up threes all day, then fine. Cool, yeah. Great. But, yeah, I mean, freaking... What uh, you said, Derwin James, I'll do, yeah. um, because they popped out with those 100, um, oh, yeah, players of, of mm-hmm. 2020. Freaking Jadavion Clowney, Jay- if Jadavion Clowney just ruins your entire life, just came after you, bro, just, just came after your yeah. entire life. You think you, you're right out of high school, you're you know, you're a high prospect, you get knocked out, you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> Your whole career is ended, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm about to end this man's whole career. I'm about to end this man's whole career right here. <laughs> And but so, just yeah, just be encouraged, man. Your best days are not behind you. Like I don't, I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're in your seventies. I don't care if you're in your eighties. I don't care if you're in your nineties. I don't know if we have any ninety-year-old listeners or not. But if we do, your best days are still ahead of you too. Still ahead of you. Like if you're with God, God is always better tomorrow than He was today. Like yeah. He's always got new mercies for us every single morning. Every and like every next step is the best step. Yeah. Like. Even when you're walking through the struggles and the strife and the and the problems in the world, because Jesus said, like, we're going to face these things. Yeah. But he also said, take heart because I've overcome the world. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we, we have the opportunity to walk in peace. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to walk in rest. We have the opportunity to walk in joy and, yeah. and love and, and righteousness and all these things. And it's our choice because if he's called us and we've accepted that and we, and, and I'm talking straight to Christians, obviously, like if you're not a Christian, this doesn't apply to you. Yeah. But if you are and you're walking with him, then every day is better than yesterday, man. Yeah. Like you always have another opportunity for another thing. Oh yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, I want to say it's, it's 10th Avenue North has a song that's ba- it basically says like there's unlimited second tries basically. Yeah. It's like, we always get another chance. Yeah. Like every day is another chance to to do better than yesterday was. Yeah. And if we failed today, we get to start over again tomorrow. Yep. And, and and he's not he's not counting like he's not like Lady Law who has you know the weights in her hands. It's like he's not holding in one hand the good deeds you did and the bad deeds in the other hand. Yeah. He's just like, dude, I already know how it plays out, but I just want you to walk in the best like 
the absolute best uh, path for your life. Yeah. And I, and I've lined it out for you. It's, it's like, I've, I've brought valleys up and I brought mountains low and like, you can walk in this, yeah. this path that I've created for you where, where there was no way there is a way. And, uh, and we get so discouraged because we messed up today. God's yeah. like, dude, I know. Like, that's what the cross was about. It was yep. like, I, 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 put all of my wrath on Jesus on the cross because yeah. I knew that you couldn't do it and just get up, dust yourself off and try again. Yeah. It's not about how good or bad we can live. It's about the grace of Jesus and the, and the sacrifice that he gave us on the cross and like how incredible he was. Yeah. How much he loved us, man. Yeah. Like, golly dude. Cause there was, <laughs> um, it's rare that I listen to Spanish to um, Spanish preachings, but when I do, some of them catch me. And and there was this dude today um, that I was listening to, and I was I'm still listening to him before you walked in. Oh yeah. And um, and he was talking about blind Bartimaeus, right? Oh nice. And then he goes, he's all like, um, one of the things he says, it's uh, that uh, that it's not the same being close to the to the path or to the street than being in the street. Yeah. Right. What is it? Because blind Bartimaeus was on the side crying for help. Yeah, yeah. And and it just comes back like he doesn't know it's Jesus. Yeah. But he's crying out. And so like it's just there's a difference between being on the side of the road and being on the road. Yeah. And I love that story. Jesus, and, son of David, have mercy on me. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> and that's the other thing that he said, like him being blind and maybe not knowing, like, like, um, cause he goes, he's like, it's crazy how, uh, unsafe people know who God is mm-hmm. and Christians don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then he uses that example. Cause he goes, he's all like, when he cried out, he said, son of David. Yeah. He's basically saying Messiah. Yeah. He's like, he's saying Messiah. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Messiah. Have, yeah. have mercy on me. And his, his disciples call him teacher. Yeah. And then so he goes, he's all like, Blind wow. Bartimaeus <laughs> recognizes who he is. Yeah. The world recognizes that who who he is and we don't. Mm. And I was like, uh <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, oh, dang, okay. Uh Lord, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I just love it. They're like, dude, shut up, man. He don't have time for you. And then he won't. He won't stop. He's just louder. Yeah. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Yeah. And then he's like, All right, bring him out here. And I also love that. Jesus is like, okay, come here, blind guy. <laughs> come to me. Come here real quick. And the though. people are like, oh, be of good cheer. He's calling for you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and, and it's crazy uh, that like blind Bartimaeus, sometimes we get so so caught up in what holds us down. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um Cause that, uh, um, that mat that, you know, that he was using, he probably used for everything. Yeah. He used to sleep on, used to cover himself in the rain, used mm-hmm. to, to cover himself for some shade, used to, he got so comfortable with that, with that mat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, sometimes we get comfortable. Yeah. With, with what's going on around us with what we got. Yeah. And make excuses for it. And make to excuses why we for can't, it. Like the dude at the pool of Bethesda. Yeah. He's like, do you want to be made well? 
Well, I mean, every time that the angel stirs up the water, nobody's here to help me. He's like, that's not the question I asked you, dude. <laughs> no, that's not what I asked, though. Do you want to be made well? Yes or no? Bro, I, the other night I read one of my favorite passages in all of scripture is okay. John chapter 9. Yeah. Which is the uh, the healing of the boy, the man born blind. Yeah. And when they're like, obviously the Pharisees get mad because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And yeah. so they, that's their whole argument is like, Jesus did it on the wrong day, so therefore he is a demon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like <laughs> the dude, the dude that gets healed, like roasts them so hard <laughs> because like, they're like, hey, were you the guy that was blind? And he's like, yeah, it's me. And they're like, no, nah, it just looks like him. He's like, no, nah, it's me for sure. <laughs> and then the Pharisees come and they're like, what happened? He's like, well, this man, Jesus made clay and he put it on my eyes and now I'm, now I can see. Yeah. They're like, he did this crap on the Sabbath. He's a demon. Yeah. And he's like, well, whether he's a demon or not, I don't know. But he healed me and he gave me my sight. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, we're going to call his parents. His parents come. And they're like, well, is this really your son? Was he born blind? And they're like, yeah, that's him. He was blind and now he's not. And they're like, well, how did it happen? And they're like, he's old enough. Ask him. He can tell you because they don't want the Pharisees to kick them out of the yeah. temple for saying that Jesus did it. And so they're come back and they're like, all right, one more time. Tell us what's up. And he's like, oh, okay. I mean, I've already told you before, uh, but I guess I'll tell you again. You you guys trying to become his disciples too? <laughs> 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 like no we would never do that and he's like look there's literally never ever 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 in any written history until today been a man born blind and re like and received sight for the first time yeah i'm literally the first person this has ever happened to yeah so uh i don't know who he is what he's about but i just know that he gave me my sight yeah and uh then they're like how are you like how are you gonna teach us about whatever you were born into sin, blah, blah, blah. Like so mad about it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, religious people in general, like people that, that, that spend a lot of time in church or a lot of time on their little message boards and whatnot. Yeah. Like they spend so much time stirring up so much trouble trying to like frustrate people or trying to prove their point about why they're right about whatever it is, whether it be yeah. masks or kneeling or whatever. And it's like, do you guys not read the Bible? Yeah. You guys not pay attention because Paul's pretty clear. He's like, we do not battle against flesh and blood. We battle against powers and principalities of darkness in this present world. Like yeah. we're not fighting people. Like, no. If you, if you did something that offended me or whatever, it's not you that I'm mad at. It's yeah. the spiritual realm and the things that are going on around us that cause you to do that in the first place. Yeah. And so my quarrel is not with you. My quarrel is with the enemy, but we want to spend all of our time like going after, yeah. you know, whatever organization or whatever football player decided to kneel or whatever team decided to kneel or whatever. Like I'm not wearing a mask cause I'm covered by the blood. Well, that's fine. But you're killing your witness by walking around and being so belligerent about it. Yeah. And uh, it's like, have you stopped and realized that the devil is playing all of us right now? Yeah. It's like, if, if we're so caught up in what somebody said or how somebody operated or like, oh, he's kneeling, he's kneeling for the flag. It's like, fine, I don't care. Yeah. My allegiance is not to the United States of America flag. Nope. My allegiance is to Christ. Yeah. Christ first before anything else. That's right. And, uh, Anyway, that was a tangent I went on. But anyway, it's like we don't have to fight against each other. It's not it's not you that I'm going to have an issue with. It's not this person that I have a problem with. It's the spirits that are working in this world that I have an issue with. And yeah. I 
if we spent as much time praying and like calling the the kingdom of heaven to come to earth yeah. as we do sharing stupid memes and dumb crap on Facebook about how we're right about whatever. It's like sometimes it's better to just be peaceful and then instead of being right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry if I offended it. No, I'm not. I'm actually not a sorry if I offended no, anybody no, no, just fine. now. Like yeah, if no. I offended you, then I hope that you'll internalize that and understand like we all think that you're ridiculous. Like all of us think that you're ridiculous if you're just going on a like hateful tirade on Facebook about yeah. whether you're going to wear a mask or not. Yeah. Just come on. They're bigger fish to fry, friend. For sure. And they'll taste better too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of taste better. Yeah. Your, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's about dinner time for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's for sure about dinner time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank, thank you guys who have, uh, there, I think we've got a few people who started listening recently. And so, uh, thank you to everybody who has jumped on with us recently. And in the last few weeks, I started listening and then thank you. Thank, thank you. you to our faithful listeners who have been with us from day one. Moms, I wish that you would have been my substitute teacher all my days of my life. When oh I was yeah, in for sure. I would have gotten away with a lot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, I didn't say that out loud, moms. <laughs> Uh, thank you for always listening. Thank you to, uh, you know, the OGs, Derek and, and Cade and, and, uh, Kylie and Drew and Drew, John, Drew and John, all of you, all you guys that have, that have listened forever. Please, all the faithfuls. Thank you. Please share this. And, and when you share it, put like a comment about what you liked about it or whatever. And like, say like, Hey guys, listen to our podcast or whatever. But anyway, um, share it with all your lives though. All of your lives. All, All nine, nine of them. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on socials and you can email us at smittyandizzy yeah, yeah, yeah. at gmail.com. And uh, your best days are not behind you. They are before you. That's right. The best is yet to come. Yes. And as always, God made you special and loves you very much. <laughs>